0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'd like to uh, present to you uh, the Galanti and Chill Airlines. Uh, I'm glad you're flying with Galanti and Chill tonight. And it uh, looks like the skies are clear. I am here as your captain, Captain Chris Galanti, and with my co pilots, Steve O'Teary, Jonathan Suarez, and uh, Devin Kopek. And enjoy your flight. That's right, folks. We're talking about planes!
1: I'm so excited. I have watched all the plane movies. Oh, man. Hunt for Red October. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Um, The one where Under, it's Siege. Under, Ford Under
2: Siege you're talking about,
1: too? Yes! Oh, yeah. With Steven Seagal? Um, a lot remember? of great submarine work? flicks. That you guys are talking uh, about boats. Wait, what?
0: You guys are talking about boats? Yeah, I'm yeah we watched the we watched all I the boat movies. Watched, boat movies. I watched Captain movies about yeah. planes, guys. I said planes.
1: Oh, God, K-19, the Widowmaker. I confuse <laughs> that with Air Force One all the time. Well, they're both
0: tubes. They
1: are both tubes.
0: So I guess that's cool. Actually, they're really similar now that I think about it. Well, I feel like a fucking idiot. I'm submarine. Sorry. Submarine movies, I think, are yeah. more similar to plane that's... films.
1: The one form of travel that uh, is not in trains, planes, and automobiles.
0: <laughs> Submarines. Uh, Submarines. I, billionaires only. Last I checked. I'll be perfectly honest with you. If those two goofballs got onto a submarine, that thing would implode and they would die. The planes Ooh. is a stretch. Automobiles and trains, they're barely getting by on those. I don't trust them in the submarine. I'm just saying. Throw that out there.
1: Chet, I feel like what's his name, that Chet? title uh kind of loses steam at the end because like you... it's working its way up where you're like trains okay that's on the ground planes whoa now we're just flying what's gonna be next spaceships no just automobiles just cars if it was
0: like underground railway ra- way would that be better? Like if they're in like some sort of subway for the whole movie? I'm sorry,
1: underground railway <laughs> is a very different thing. <laughs> <laughs> if that movie should be starring Steve Martin and John Candy, yeah, well, he, they, um, meet. they meet in the subway and they never. He helped
0: meet. a lot you know? of people.
3: He helped it's a lot like, of
0: people escape. It's like Jacob's. It's like Jacob's ladder. They're just stuck underground. Yeah. and it's hell. That would be my portrayal of it, of course. But oh, you're yeah? talking
1: like a like a as above, be, be, so, yeah, below so below situation.
0: Yeah, mm. like they're they're getting they're getting chased by demons and and Chet are the demons white the white slavers? Is that? I'm still... <laughs> well, I mean, you yeah, know, probably. Yeah. Well, well, let's okay. go with that. That would probably yeah. be a little harder. Okay, that's I got the a
1: question PC about plane, because yes. that's the travel that we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Why do they make so many movies about these little suckers flying in the air? I'll be perfectly honest with
0: you, Steve. The weird thing is I watch nine movies. And,
1: Ooh, and Wow, nine. And six. Nine? Ooh, that's a very tasteless number to watch, Chris. <laughs> Three, six <laughs> <What>? movies. <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't go with 11.
0: Did I watch maybe nine, maybe 11 movies. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really remember how many I watched. Uh, uh, somewhere. You're supposed
1: to never forget, Chris. <laughs>
0: The slick answer is to say watched yeah. the Twin Towers at the end. So
3: no! <laughs> uh, oh. boy. Sorry, it's uh, okay. I did
0: watch. I did watch a movie by nine eleven, though. So that's it's, it's apt. That was an apt joke to make. Um, but my the other thing I was going to say: six of these movies take place in two years, uh, i.e. I- Three movies take place in 1997. They, I mean, not take place. I'm sorry. Were produced in 1997. Okay. And three of these movies were produced in 2006. And it's weird because those are the only plane movies that were like super popular at the time. And it, and it it's a it noggin a, scratcher. You know? planes, planes are kind of boring sometimes, you know? They are. No, I, Devin, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> i know i know they are um, they're just
1: like a form of travel like, but
0: there was something in those both those years and i'd say time periods where plane movies were kind of popular and i didn't even realize it until i watched them so that's kind of interesting so 2007 or i'm sorry 2006
1: and 1997
0: yeah about 10 years apart right
1: i'm um, trying to think of like any catalyst like i'm not joking either uh, i'm just talking about like what would make cuz like you know how like Dante's Peak and Volcano came out like around the same time
0: sure 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 and sure, like sure, i forget sure. what that was in, who was in
1: volcano like.
0: volcano was Tommy Lee Jones Dante's Peak
1: Pierce Brosnan right Tommy
0: yeah. Lee Jones and Anne Heche were in Volcano Heche. what's
2: an, um what's an, um? what's his
0: name uh Lethal Weapon not Mel Gibson wasn't he in Volcano no you're thinking of Don Keitel you're talking about Jet Li Oh yeah, Are you I talking guess about Joe it. Pesci. Yeah. Don Sheep, Don Sheedle <laughs> volcano. Yeah. And that, uh, that uh, was- Keith, Keith David's also in there. Oh yeah, Keith David too. Listen, well there was that very strong anti-racism message at the end of Volcano, which I thought was weird as a child. You guys, do you remember that scene <laughs> Volcano? Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, I remember <laughs> seeing that as a fucking <laughs>
1: 12-year-old and going, this is
0: really, on. really you. all the nose. I have to explain. There's a scene in Volcano where the, where there was like the subway operator guy jumps into a pool of lava. I don't know why. I really don't <laughs> know. I don't remember why. But it's like a five-minute scene of him slowly sinking into lava, and he's screaming the whole time. <laughs> well, so we saw the Dante's Peak grandma scene, and so we got up that. We got up that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Man. Bellissimo. Uh, you know, Chris, Jeff. if you did a volcano collection, that's I mean, a good outside one. Outside of those two, though, like...
2: volcano- yeah, what other volcano movies are <laughs> there? You uh, can make it a real
0: easy uh, movie. Joe Chris, versus the volcano. Joe versus the volcano. Yeah. yeah. Um, they made a. They made a. Um... Clifford. Wait, Clifford isn't what's that? Does the Rings, right? Does Lord of the no. Rings
2: count as a volcano movie?
1: There's a. I mean, Mount Doom. <laughs> that's <last> one.
2: <laughs> is Mount Doom a volcano?
1: Yeah, did. Much. yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, dude, that'd be I'm a active. sick excuse, though.
0: I mean, I watched the last one only.
2: <laughs> last one only. Uh, yeah. It didn't really make any sense by itself as a standalone. Movie. <laughs> it felt like it just. So I can't really give it. it a, I can't really give it fourteen Academy Awards at the same time. <laughs>
0: like I Um, I I know they made one about Mount Vesuvius, but I can't remember Pompeii. They made a Pompeii. Movie. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that came out and made no For money. Sure. Disappeared into oblivion yeah don't um, do that actually i i uh, rarely suggest you to not do these bad ideas yeah don't do that one don't do volcanoes really you really are adamant against that one i mean i mean really th- i Dude, think you're first, gonna be
1: scraping real hard i'm i'm looking at this list and there is a movie called airplane versus volcano no, not. <laughs> Dude, i'll send you the link i'll send you the link there's right no here you're no, you're no, pulling no, no, you're no, pulling no. from like the Tubi collection. Oh right? yeah yeah, IMDb is a uh, very yeah, proud no to, no 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 no. Tubi proud movies are one. like
0: I remember there was an Amityville plane movie I saw.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: De- hold on.
1: Dean Kane is in it, so that should probably give you a hint. Ooh,
2: yeah. Oh, Superman, sick. He's not hashtag not my Superman.
0: Not my Sorry, he was Superman. Uh, Terry yeah. Hatcher. Uh, definitely my Lois, though. Really liked her. Yeah. She's great, Lois. She was really good. Well, fellas, uh, before we jump into planes and jump out of planes,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do a lot in <laughs>
0: Um,. Everybody watched some new movies, and and I hear that John Suarez is the big bad movie boy. I watched, right? yeah,
2: big bad wolf this week. I watched three watch movies this nice. week. Watch out! So, so the SAG strike so is gonna, over. I'm going to MFK <laughs> three movies.
0: Well, John, I want you you go first, man. You got you got the 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 gold here.
2: Okay, so That's I watched it. three movies. I watched Oppenheimer. Cool okay. Boy, I watched and I, I missed last week's episode, so I didn't get to talk about. It. I don't know if you guys talked about it, but I oh, watched yeah. Oppenheimer over the weekend and then during the week I was supposed to see Barbie but it fell through so I instead I watched call me by your name for the first time on a Wednesday and then Ooh. I watched Barbie this morning
0: oh, so, oh that
2: was wow yeah what's so a I'm morning
0: what's a morning theater trip Gia? uh people
2: were dressed up for Barbie wow week Still. After, a week after it launched on on the earliest showing. It's um, crazy. Yeah, I was seeing couple, people dressed there up. There were a as, couple as, kids there, but I don't know if they like you know got the jokes or not. Dude, yeah. I
0: mean, when I we went to go see because me and Devin saw a film this week. When we went to the theater.
2: There's still people.
0: There's a lot of people yeah. going to see. Like plenty. dressed up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Chris, Chris yeah, said, "Look at my- all these baddies, dude." He said, <laughs> "All these baddies are seeing movies now. I love it." Yeah, yeah Sam's like, you like, your Twelve, pink 12 shirt. years old. <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> So Chris said, "Not all of them." Oh. Yeah, Sam was, her, you
2: was your, wear your th- pink th- shirt, and I'm like, "No." no
1: was like, your theater I mean, like, like filled opinion. with like, for Barbie, all sorts of people, like? What do you I, mean I, by so, that, so, uh, Steve? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> three, like that's the thing. Like when I went to go see Barbie, because I also saw Barbie too, uh, the theater was filled with like every type of moviegoer. Like uh, there was like yeah, I feel of, like, like little were, kids, yeah. and then there was like yeah. you know those old people that go to see like very specific movies. They like came into the theater during the credits, and like all the trailers were like not credits during there the was trailers. A fil-
2: film critic slash snob type that was there yeah, too. With yeah, the, with the thick glasses and the Hawaiian shirt,
1: the open like, Hawaiian shirt. It, w- it was like it was just like it was like this movie has drawn has garnered like everybody to want to go see it, just like. And like the old lady came over and was like, "Is this Bobby?" And I was like, "Yes, it's Barbie."
2: <laughs> What's up? This is they is forget- the trolls trailers fucking lights when the movie started? Did they really? Yeah. So during the whole like um 2001 Space Odyssey part, I had the to, lights were on. I had to, yeah I had to go out there and fucking scream. Well, dude, how, a, how, is how is that not
1: automated? How
2: is that not automated? already dude. I'm it's telling here, you, man. Right? It's early showing. So
0: anything B Squad, dude.
2: Yeah, maybe somebody, um, Devin, like um, showed up late.
0: Uh, in our Barbie, I, I didn't see anybody that that wasn't a young woman. In, in... Anyone? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, well, I there was me. The I guard. was with you. <laughs> Yeah. Well,
2: um, but... No, I mean. Yeah,
3: I, I,
0: I think there really was a lot
2: me. of a lot of young people on. TV what was that tweet? Like it was that. Barbie is white women's black. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there were definitely white women. Yeah. Theater, to watch the movie. Yeah, to I watch. mean, like I'll uh, <laughs> you like. So to give <laughs> you the line, but you know, it's probably it's probably true.
0: <laughs> to give you to give you an example <laughs> though, um Jenny went with Chris and I when we saw our movie, and uh you know when she walked out, she's wearing like a a pink outfit, and all these girls went "Hi, Barbie!" like to her as she was like you know walking out, and dude, girls uh-uh. are all about this; they're doing the thing, you know. Did Devin Black get Panther really, Did the he did the really. thing. Devin, he Devin, All of a sudden,
1: Devin, repeat what you did because you kind of wrote out of us. Oh yeah. no. no! Am I good now, though? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, good. you're good. Okay, it was okay. Because it's like every important part of your sentence cut out. <laughs> it's just like when we went and, that, blah, 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 <laughs> and so then people were just looking.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> makes sense. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Jenny went with Chris and I to the movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was wearing like a pink dress, and so when she went out, oh, uh, yeah, all these yeah. girls just saw her and waved to her and said, "Oh, hi, Barbie!" And like you know, because that's that's basically oh, the Black me? Panther.
2: that's the Black Panther salute now. That's the that's, goes, the that's the that's <laughs> the Wakanda. The yeah, that's uh, the Wakanda, Wakanda forever with your arms. <laughs> yeah, you <just> say you <laughs> wave probably. and say a, hi, Barbie. Yeah. So when you say it, it's weird when you say hi. Oh Barbie, yeah, yeah. I am not
0: allowed to say hi. Well, we gotta say Ken. We're you gotta say, that. you
2: are
1: Knuff. We're Woo! <laughs> yeah. So, you saw okay, I saw three
2: movies. Yeah,
0: so you saw a lot of Kino. Yeah, saw a lot of Kino. Yeah, oh, of Kino. Steve, yeah wait, Steve and John saw Barbie, right? Yeah, recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, Steve also saw Barbie. So, Indeed, did you I see Oppenheimer yet, Steve, or no? No, not no, yet. Yeah. you I don't gotta... have to. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you really don't. <laughs> hey, Even Steve, I really... wrote a Hey, Even Steve, why you go to high
1: school? Job, why do you go to yeah. high school class and, and watch it at the end of the year? Huh? My, why, my, history, my history teacher spoiled
3: it for me. <laughs> Steve,
2: Steve, Steve just show. Steve goes next week, and there's people all, all wearing fedoras, and they're with with pipes. They're wearing fedoras and smoking should've. pipes. I should have. And then there's the one guy, the same guy I saw with the Hawaiian shirt, the film critic guy, wearing his wearing his Hawaiian shirt. Yeah.
0: So um yeah, what did yeah, you guys think of Barbie? What was your overall I thought it was awesome. impression? Yeah, I thought, I thought Barbie was, was great. Good. Like that I was, was I was
1: I knew it was good, but I was shocked like that it was like real movie good. Dude, I knew yeah, it dude, was good right? when I knew it was good when they announced
2: that Greta Goatwig was directing it. I knew yeah, it was gonna be fucking I knew <laughs> it was gonna be awesome. It was gonna it was that, gonna have yeah. a brain. It was gonna have a yeah, brain because she yeah, exactly. She's not she you know, unless, you know, You know the stop the snob thing to say was you know she was just fucking. It looked like she cashed in, but then there's subliminal meanings behind it. But it was clear. It was clear her intentions with this movie. Mm. (laughs) Clear as day.
0: I think uh, I
2: read before. I I don't know if it was when when she was on the project or not, but I read that Amy Schumer was almost. Yeah, it was like a 2010. Oh, was it so Greta Ger- Gerwig wasn't so, directing by no, that? No,
0: Diablo Cody was writing it. Oh, boy. So Diablo man, Cody. would have
2: been, oh, man. They dodged yeah. the oh bullet. Oh, boy. Huh? She, she, said, bullet. she
0: said, like, the studio execs wanted, like, a girl boss movie. And she's like, I couldn't, like, figure it out. So she just, like, basically walked away from the project. And, you know, Amy Schumer was attached. It w- It would have been very 2008 or whenever that movie came out. I mean, um, yeah, I don't like, like thousand it's and late. Yeah, sometimes you kind of go, Oh, I wonder what. Like, no, we got the best version, yeah, we got the did. better version for sure. Easy, easy version. Um, yeah, I'm really impressed. Uh, I was really impressed by Barbie being so well written as a movie. Uh, um, broke a lot of
2: what's lot Greta, of Greta gonna do next, though? That's what I want to know, you know, probably
0: not Barbie. You yeah, know, she's like. She's Br- like. Br- I don't know too. if I have another Barbie in
1: me. Based on, on Lady Mattel, Br- Lady Br- Br- too. they want to do a whole toy universe. Yeah. Oh god, which is exactly. Obviously, like not the point of Barbie. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, that
0: would be very weird. Uh, really cool. It was big cool
1: seeing the um. It was cool seeing the
2: new Doctor Who in in this movie. He was oh
0: really? It.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He oh, was the. Who? He was the black Ken with the blonde hair, like the Frank Ocean type oh, guy. Wow. Really?
1: Yeah, he he's, gets he's, the he's jacket. Doctor. Again, right? Yeah, he gets the jacket. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> what did you guys
1: think of Brian <laughs> Gosling looking like Stallone? He was awesome. Stallone? Dude, he's <laughs> <hilarious>. he, <laughs> it seemed <laughs> it just like it just that, like, spread of like Stallone <laughs> images.
2: <laughs> I wonder if he got to do all that stuff, like he got to do all that stuff on his own. Dude. I want to know who chose Max Bo- Matchbox 20 push. Is oh, oh right? that's so
3: good it was beautiful dude.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was fucking dying dude.
0: And um, I will and I will yeah that oh. song's creepy as fuck
2: and it's I hilarious
0: wanna it's kind of perfect for when the radio for station
2: because <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like what are the, the lyrics are like you know like you're he's the victim I wanna you know? take yeah. You yeah. Wants, and he wants to not he wants <laughs> to be the, the killer you know he doesn't want, it, so he's trying to sing in the, in a different. I don't know. I thought it was fucking perfect.
0: Yeah, it was I'm perfect. a
1: little bit rusty.
0: Yeah, uh, that song is <laughs> perfect, the uh, the song in know. the
1: beginning by Lizzo. Great. That was a hoot. That Great. was so funny.
2: all the, me- the a- music in the, yeah, the music was soundtrack. fucking awesome in general. It really was, was. Mark That's Ronson, right?
1: Mark Ronson
3: yeah.
0: did it. I think. I well, think. Who, every did,
2: who all, right, so, all right, who did a better job, Mark Ronson and the music for Barbie, or? Or Ludwig Göransson for Oppenheimer which I thought was—I walked away being like, "Wow, that score was might win like Academy Awards." That, that score yeah. is incredible.
0: I think what I mean, really makes Barbie good is not the original score as much as it is like, right.
2: the the artists, the, the yeah. other
0: the musicians. Yeah, because like, like the Ice Spice song,
2: Godsling,
0: the Ice Spice song's fun, and the Lizzo song's great in the beginning. Like, you know what's fucked up? You can't find the other version of the Lizzo song on Spotify.
1: It only has oh, like those songs where she, like, she's constantly being interrupted,
0: yeah. And she's like, yeah. Hey, stands for death, you know, at the very end, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I really wanted to listen to that again, I couldn't find it on uh Spotify, but anyway, uh, yeah, that are like the artists, the musicians that added to the score. I mean, they're all great songs that fit the movie like obscenely well, mm. but the Ludwig. Go wrong, wrong, whatever the hell his name is. That score um, almost made me shit my pants while I was watching that movie. So <laughs> yeah. I think that one is uh, a little superior. But um, Barbie as a whole might be the smartest movie to come out this year. I really think so. Like it's got a lot what of rem- came out
2: that was smart. Wait, but Oppenheimer had all the physics in it, though, Chris. Yeah, but
0: that's not like that's a story that's been told a thousand times and there's there's no wiggle room for creativity other than like the actual the way it's made. You know, this Barbie movie. They like, used
2: marbles. <laughs> yeah. Chris, the, bar- marbles. the Barbie movie, you had they had so much leeway. They represent uranium 238 and they went in a saying. direction
0: that appealed to most people. Like it just it hits so many different I don't know what types else I of watched. people. So well, older women, younger women, older men, younger men—like it just has something in it about our society, about everything. And it also purports that you know the society that we live in is not like, yeah, men have everything, but we're also kind of restrained by it. Hold too. on, Chris, the patriarchy. In Are a you bit, saying in this, a
2: this? This movie was smarter than Bo is afraid. Is that yeah. what you're trying to tell me? I think so. <laughs> Because I think it takes somebody the movie that's too smart for us to even understand. I think
0: I think it takes somebody a really intelligent person (laughs) to break down those ideas, make it comedic, and then also make it like palatable. You know, like all of that stuff. This movie
2: actually kind of reminded me a lot of of Bo's Afraid*.
3: Mm. Oh yeah,
0: like
2: kind of like how it's like you know just out there, and it's like there nobody really explains anything. Yeah, except Ari Aster takes it. You know. You give him an inch, and he he takes fucking three thousand kilometers worth. It's of the, the shadow
0: version of this to <laughs> right? Yeah, like whatever the goofball yeah. darkness that is. That, yeah, brain. this movie
2: is about you know about patriarchy and and feminism, yeah. and that movie's about anxiety. I guess
0: <laughs> fear. <laughs> I, don't I don't
2: know fear. Yeah, uh,
0: I don't ba- know. Barbie. Yeah, like and and like the thing I I really like too was like the Barbie world is is, is fantasy. We talked about this the last podcast. Yeah, and the the real world is just as silly in its own way. Like you know, the Mattel building is is Mm. ridiculous, and yeah, like so, both worlds are kind of like insane. You know, like they're both
1: have spoilers for the Barbie movie. They just have like an office for the ghost of the creator of Barbie. Exactly, <laughs> it's just off the wall. That, that line from Will Ferrell had me dying.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, something. That is, yeah. It's a lot of. It's really funny, and like mm. all the jokes really hit. Like the the weird Barbie and Kate McKinnon's character. Like she's that one line. She's like, "My hair looks weird. I'm always doing splits, and I smell like the basement." Like that. That made me <laughs> yeah audibly laugh
2: when I saw that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. great. Yeah.
2: Sadly that was not my Mary of the week. Barbie wasn't. Oh boy. So okay. My uh, I I think Barbie is my fuck. My uh, Oppenheimer oh. is my kill.
3: Oh. And Call
2: Me By Your Name is it's like is up there, man. It's like that's I don't know, man. I wish I saw it when it came out before Army Hammer got canceled because I fell in love with his character.
0: It Came out in twenty yeah. seventeen. Yeah, you should watch well, nobody, it. Nobody's denying a... he's a he's a good actor. Like I think he's a good actor. Like The, the Social Network proved that.
2: Yeah, well. that's true. He played twins in The Social Network. Yeah, the Wait, v- what else was Winkle him?
0: Boss twins are
2: great. What else? What else did Army Hammer do? In Sorry
0: to bother you, and he's really good in that too.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's the boss.
0: Oh, and he's the yeah. Lone Ranger,
2: too, remember?
0: Yeah, okay. well, we can ignore that one. Yeah. <laughs> is that his first big movie? I Probably
2: so. Oh, or I think
0: Social Network, technically. He's a...
2: He's a dreamboat, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, man.
1: I, I don't know, dude.
2: That's, like, the first thing I was like, oh, man, is this guy still canceled? Because, like, I don't know. Oh, Maybe think- in another world... You know, he definitely ate He's people, just don't. this guy where he's just Oliver.
0: There's no Lonnie. doubt. There's no doubt my mind he ate somebody.
2: Jesus Christ. No
0: doubt, man. I'm sorry. Like no you're... doubt. Yeah, Because it's the money.
2: It's the <laughs> no money. No doubt. Come you know on. who else you know who else was super money impressive dog. in this movie? I can tell now why everybody wanted Timothy Chalamet in every fucking movie after this movie came
0: out. He's really good in it.
2: Because he's fucking phenomenal in this movie. Like Apparently he learned how he learned how to speak Italian, and he learned the piano for for this movie. Like just yeah, and it's like his first major role. I don't know, man. There's like, (laughs) you should watch it. I. It makes me want to go to Crema, Italy now. Like that's like on my list of places I want to go. It won
0: for Um, best adapted screenplay. Yeah, at the Awards. Which is
2: funny because everybody says that Luca Guadagnino. like literally, just throws the screenplay out the window. Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, cause the, the people do people were doing like side by sides of like this is what the script says, and then this is what's on the screen, and it's not like there's like no detail at all in the screenplay. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, like it'll be like, oh, um, El- Elio and Oliver bike to town, but like in in the scene, Elio is like doing something um like getting gathering papers or something and Oliver's like wiping his bike down and none of that stuff is in the is in the script so like although i can see why cuz the the um the dialogue the there's like this incredible scene with Elio's with Timothy Chalamet's character's dad like this incredible exchange of you know Father-son stuff that was like that's like incredible. So that like that stuff probably is what won the screenplay, like the the yeah. dialogue in the movie. Would but. you
0: say that it's a better movie than The Shape of Water that beat it? Yeah,
2: well, yeah. Okay, yeah. all day. Official robbery. Day, yeah, I mean, <sighs> and that's the thing. Like <laughs> that that's the thing. Like I'm struggling right now. Like because like what what also came out around that time that I love.
0: Uh, well, I can Moonlight.
2: Least- Moonlight came out around what 2019, right? Something, uh, probably the next year. Uh, Do I like this more than Moonlight? I don't know, but that's like the the first time. Also, like a coming of age, uh, gay gay movie.
0: Moonlight's like it's commenting about so
2: much, (laughs) yeah. That's what, yeah. That's I think Moonlight's still like my number one, but like this is like this is the first time I thought about it, Chris. Yeah, I was like, oh man, is this like this is almost like nearly on the same level, but
0: like I remember Moonlight, my dad watching it without audio. And he's like, this movie's incredible.
2: I'm like, you should watch it with the, the sound
0: on. Because it the you was have to. was you, Did you just walk in and your dad had like a gun on the table next to him? And he's just <laughs> watching this movie on mute? Like, what was the scenario? He was listening to music in the living room. Okay. And he sometimes has the TV on, but like, just and, the, and visuals, he has the gun out. Yeah. The yeah. visuals. The, the I'll visuals tell you, after watching
2: lot. this, I'm super hyped now for Dune 2. Yeah, I'm super yeah. hyped, even though I was super hyped for that anyway. But I actually want to watch Wonka now. I actually want to watch it now.
3: Oh, okay. Chris, well, Chris
0: I'm a Timothy.
2: Is... I'm a Timothy Chalamet stand now. Call that me. Nice. Now.
0: That trailer rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know, dude. Call it's the
2: director of Paddington, Chris. I know. He trust been, me. You should have been all in when it. I said don't even. That hate, I beginning. liked
0: Timothy Chalamet too. I, I just... Ugh, I don't know something on that trailer. It's like too weird. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, I want to. I want to watch the other movies that this director did, especially the one where Timothy's a fucking cannibal. Yo, I gotta see that's that. It's the one I want to watch. Oh,
0: bones movie. and all. Yeah,
2: yeah I really, really want to watch it's, that, dude. I heard it's really disturbing, Chris. So it's probably really <laughs> up your alley. Give it to me, baby. Like, it's actually like like it's body horror, gross,
3: like oh. that kind of thing.
2: Like they well, actually like you know. John,
0: that's a perfect uh, transition over to the movie that me and Devin saw.
2: Mm. Oh, was there cannibalism yes. in, in this movie as well? Yeah, you know, if they let them... If, they they let them live,
0: if you let these guys cook, there probably would have been some cannibalism. Am I right, Ben? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you let them in. <laughs> talk, to you. Let them talk to me. Talk to me, Mr. Ghost. Yeah, Nobody... Chris and I saw uh, Talk to Me. Yeah. The uh, the little indie
2: horror movie that could, apparently.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Really fun. fun Was it like a
2: Blumhouse movie, like Nizumi said on on the the Discord? (laughs) I mean, that's what he he said.
0: I don't know if he was... I don't know if he meant that as, like, a shot, but, like, I mean, I wouldn't, like, necessarily disagree, but... I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Like, I think there are some aspects of it that are a little bit more broadened. Like, the characters are a little bit more well-defined in this movie than i would say your average blumhouse movie but like yeah. i do understand where he's coming from with the end of the film like i get where that would come from. because the movie kind of um it's a it's a 90 minute movie it it, it doesn't. Oh, it's like a deep. short it's a shorty it's a shorty and it's yeah. beautifully the pacing is beautiful and it kind of it ratchets up the it's not a foot
2: long like oppenheimer was Uh
0: no no this one classic wawa classic I I think actually this movie could have benefited from being a little longer if I'm really (laughs) honest not to say that I didn't love it I want to see more of this movie is kind of my my stand on it left you wanting yeah dude yes it did um and not like in a completely good way This this is a great fucking time at the theater if you're a sicko. (laughs) <laughs> it yeah. was a blast um and there is a p- very particular scene that i i said oh god out loud yeah uh, and grab my say,
2: mouth wait you be careful what you wish for yeah dude Chris, killers of the flower moon is <laughs> three and a half hours long
0: well you know oh it my, already I, has
2: tomato reviews what the fuck I, I will it's say
0: October. I think this was a great it's time weird. at the theater though and I think it's a really good movie to see you know, at the theater like, I, yeah I, it, this is uh, you know it, unfortunately it kind of came out in this Barbieheimer, you know spot where it's just like everything's kind of crazy but I mean this movie uh, kind of rules I I'll think the, the first half of this it movie fucks. is so fucking great yeah, it fucks, dude, it fucks. Um, famously, I don't like it's, uh, it's made by these two YouTuber twins, um, uh, uh,
2: Jake and Logan Paul,
0: the Australian versions of them from what <laughs> Devin's been telling me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the ones uh, that are actually talented. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, uh raka raka steve you and i we've watched i remember raka raka they, yeah, they yeah. all like the like
1: we're gonna wreck our rooms
0: like yeah friends. they would do stuff where like all of a sudden it just gets like completely out of control like what and if then, we like... played halo
1: for real and then, <laughs> yeah then, like the whole like house would just get blown up
0: yeah uh yeah those two guys basically um they started a making a horror movie and there's definitely some of that, like you know, I don't want to say action, but there's some of that, like just like visceral violence in there mm. for mm. sure. Um, and also, I just think as like a, I'm sorry, comedy uh, as a horror film, it's really, it's it it uses just simple effectiveness. Like I don't want to say it's a simple movie, but it's just like, hey, do you want to just see like. Uh, a new horror movie with like its own brand of rules and gimmicks and not, not even gimmicks, but just like, it's about this porcelain hand that if you hold it and you say, talk to me, you will see ghosts, you know? And that's basically, it's like, what if Gen Z got a hold of the Hellraiser cube? Yeah, very that's much. Basically and it, it, it does did. this cool thing <laughs> where it's like a commentary on like the TikTok culture of like these little, little videos that people send to each other and there are certain fads and challenges that come out of them. And it's also like the classic story of peer pressure too. Like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of that kind of thrown in there. Yeah. And the lead characters. Yeah. She's kind of interesting because she's clearly a person who's like hurting. She's, she's going through a rough patch, but she's also acting like pretty horrible at times. Mm -hmm. And, You know, so it's like you understand it, but you're still like, yeah, you're still being a huge piece of shit. Even though I have context, like you're still a big piece of trash. And this is a weird comparison, but you know, I'm still gonna stick with it. I haven't felt like tension in the sense of like, oh my god, why are you doing this? This is so going to end so badly. I haven't had that feeling since watching like uncut gems, in terms of just like Digging digging a hole. Yeah, just digging a hole, man. Just like, oh my goodness. Uh, I'm not like comparing it to Uncut Gems in terms of quality, but like, this is, you know, I don't mean to, because it's not like YouTube's not full of very talented people, but it's just like, I don't know, man. This is so above and beyond what I would have expected from, like, you know, people that are just like, oh yeah, we were YouTube creators and now we actually grew up and decided to make a real movie. I you know, it kind of it gets me excited uh because I know there was another YouTuber uh who can't I can't remember his name at the moment, but he did like the backrooms YouTube videos and he's getting his own feature now. Yeah. And you know, I I think there is there's some cream in in that in that <laughs> Yeah, cover, like I mean obviously you know? like this is what these talented people of tomorrow are doing. They're doing YouTube's, you know. Uh, So it's it's cool to just see it work and not be, you know, kind of the dredge of, you know, what YouTube kind of can be sometimes. I think this movie could have devolved completely into a Blumhouse movie, but I felt like there's enough in it because, like, I do think there are some issues with, like, character development and plot development in Blumhouse movies. Like, they kind of just they get through as much as they can and then unload the horror on you. Uh, this movie actually ha- had a little bit more character development than that, and more plot development. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it is it's it shares DNA with Blumhouse movies, but I think it's better. written. I really do. Yeah, it's uh, it's like just I don't know. I was was really into it. Yeah, and yeah, and it had and it and you know it gives you that it gives you that good good. That Chris oh, man. Is talking about. Yeah, there's a scene. Um, very rough it's about dead into the middle of the movie too which is kind of perfect to put that scene there because it's like there is really successful tension and build up into what they're actually doing and then when you when you see it go wrong it's (laughs) very (laughs) effective um yeah really neat stuff very gory um yeah violent and dark really dark too um yeah, this is, this is a solid fuck for me. Solid, <laughs> you know, g- great sit territory, if that's even a thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, fuck it. Great
0: yeah. sit. It's, I really um, had fun watching that one. So, and again, I, I don't want to get too deep into this, but John, you said Oppenheimer was your kill.
3: Yeah. Uh, defend that, please.
2: Uh, the other two movies. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. No, it's I, okay. I'll say this: Oppenheimer was a better movie than Barbie, but yeah, okay. um, better made. Yeah, um, if I had to you. choose between fucking Barbie or fucking Oppenheimer, I'm gonna well, fuck Barbie. I did I the guess. same. i
0: the same boat with you, John. Last podcast, like I chose Barbie because it's more Seven. fun. It's more. fun. I walked out going, like, I liked Barbie more than I liked <laughs> I,
2: Like I, I can't wait to watch it again, Barbie, whenever it's ever on or whatever. Oppenheimer, I don't really feel like I need to watch it again. It Although, pe- I do want to watch, if I do watch it again, it's gonna, I need to see it in an IMAX on 35mm. Mm-hmm. I think that right? movie deserves like to win,
0: yeah. like, best director. Like, I think it, I think Christopher Nolan just did everything he could to make that plot is he back,
2: did he redeem yeah. himself? I guess, Christopher I think Nolan?
0: so. I, I, this is his best movie. Like, do so really, you think they're gonna give
2: I him Bond? It. That's the rumor, rumors, right? I think they should. That will be dude. awesome if he did James Bond. Like, be, sure. he better be ready,
0: man. Why would you better be ready to pay? Well, I guess,
2: is it Hollywood? I guess not. No, the that, fucking the, broccoli, the, the, the broccoli. BBC man. better yeah.
3: be ready to, to yeah, the pay
2: broccoli out, He better be ready to pay dead Ian Fleming for writing james bond
3: <laughs>
2: i'm just kidding but still but, like yeah i don't think that's hollywood right that doesn't count no
0: no but i'm just saying like like chris and nolan's gonna be like okay i'll do it but i need 500 million dollars
2: no that that's what they said is like he's got like a laundry list of of um requirement like prerequisites before- yeah before I mean, he would agree to do anything like
0: that. He deserves it. I mean, he's done... Like, he needs, stuff. like,
2: full control over the casting, full control over his crew, like... He's done you know, so everything. much
0: in Oppenheimer without the use of, of computer-generated effects that, to me, like, already cements him as a great director. Like, so all to- the
2: money that would go to the fucking software engineers went to, <laughs> went to like, killing actual people using practical effects. <laughs> or, like, or it went to... All the fuck the six hundred pounds of of film reel, yeah, dude. That he's got a shit. He's six, got all over the place. Sixty
0: five millimeter. He shot that. He made new film for. Yeah, Al-
2: he made Kodak make new film for him,
3: <laughs>
2: which is crazy. To me.
0: That's great. See, that's what that's what filmmaking is all about, man. That's what movies all are all
2: about. That's Wait, what was, Bar- about, was What was Barbie's tech spec? Let me see.
0: I mean, that movie looked great too. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I think what makes Barbie great is the writing and like the production design and the costumes and stuff. Like what's on screen. Digital, so,
2: you know what? I'm going to kill Barbie because, <laughs> oh. because Call Me By Your Name and Oppenheimer <laughs> both shot on Kodak Vision, Kodak Vision 500T. <laughs> and even Oppenheimer shot on uh, Double X. That's yeah. never been made in that in sixty five millimeters. So they had to make that create. They had to create that specifically for him.
0: Well, guys, that's
2: <laughs> what movies are all about baby spending lots of people's money. Spend lots of money on just on you know on fucking non practical. <laughs> yeah, imp- <laughs> impractical, impractical things in twenty twenty three. That's great. That's so cool. Well, gotta be on film. It's Chris so so nobody watched Twisted
0: Metal. Is that that's what? Oh, I'm that remember? came out. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, twist man.
3: Metal.
2: Let's play the game, Devin. Guess the rotten tomato score, all three of you.
3: For um, what? Twisted twist metal? metal.
0: I'm gonna yeah. go twenty percent. Okay.
3: Kenny? Steve.
1: Say... Oh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling twenty seven.
2: 27. Right. Okay. So oh,
1: this is kind of a cheat because I haven't I heard
0: I haven't <laughs> read anything, but I haven't heard like anything saying it's like the worst thing of the year. So I don't think I'm gonna go that low. I'm gonna go with
1: a flat sixty. I'm go
0: wow, I'm David, You're high. so
3: close.
1: You're so
2: sixty six percent. Sixty
1: six that
0: is so much Whoa. better
2: than I thought. It's so high.
0: Ay, ay, ay. But that's right, so this is a TV show,
2: right? So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. This doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Oh, it's all out too. Oh, Yo, Ninja guys. Turtles! Ninja Turtles is a ninety-six percent right
0: wow.
1: now. Wow, that's really. And good. they
2: they man they had a they had a uh, screen as uh, a sneak preview playing at my movie theater yesterday at two o'clock, and I because oh. I promised my nephew I I'd, I'd take him, so we're going next week.
0: Wow! Did you say? Way to fuck up my whole week, dude. Wait, is this
2: is this higher than Spider Verse? No.
0: Shut up, <laughs> John. I feel like you Across were just Spider Verse.
2: That's the same right now. Oof. All right, time to time to swipe my Rotten Tomatoes critic credibility Button. card yeah. on the on the swipe I mean, machine. Give, it a give, this, give this movie a zero percent. <laughs> That's this shit's been getting a funky. I think
0: Rotten Tomato scores have been getting a little funky. I think they've been they've been trending a little higher for certain things wow, and lower Chris for says, others. Chris oh, says, "Oh man, yeah, it's compromised." I mean, I think it's you know, the
1: tech industries are uh, they're a little strapped for uh, cash. I don't be afraid big, if uh, Big Ninja
0: Turtles is, is taking no, over.
1: I mean, no, I wouldn't be Turtles surprised like a baby, being that high if I, somebody's. Like, slipping a little a little couple dollars in for the uh Comcast owned uh <laughs> Peacock, peacock <laughs> exclusive Twisted Metal. Yeah,
0: yeah I would. Sony
1: also back behind that. From the girl from the
2: Bears uh April O'Neil's voice.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Sydney. Sydney.
0: You know what's funny is I kind of don't like her character in the
2: Bear. I love her character in She's and
0: She's just same, like
2: Sam Sam hates her too. But I yeah, really love her Yeah, so, I don't
0: know. Sorry, not to get are do, wait, yes, are you, how deep are you in season two?
2: I didn't get to your episode yet. Oh my god! Can you guys? Yeah. Can
0: you guys answer? Yeah. Uh, just answer a quick question I have about the show. Is it a biopic about or a bio show about the bare naked ladies, or is it? No, oh,
2: unfortunately.
0: Oh. What, what if this is a weird troll that like ends with Jeremy Allen White turning into a bear at the last episode? The bear, more like Men. the
2: boar. Am I right? <laughs> like, like. Well,
0: Season two ends with him getting be, bit by a bear. And he's like, "Oh, that was be, weird." B? Am I right or am I right? I, I would. I think I would have to watch the show. It, you guys would have to tell me too. If he turns
1: into a bear, you gotta tell me. Nah, That's I wouldn't tell way.
2: you. I would just tell you to watch it.
3: Oh, oh, no. like
1: ratat- ratatouille, but under <laughs> his head is just like a full-on like black bear. <laughs>
0: Making those weird growling noises. Runs away. <laughs>
1: Rick, tell me how to make rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he doesn't speak, you know, he
1: just growls. Seems you got something <laughs> under that hat there, Bear. <laughs> oh, oh, I have bad
0: oh. gas. <laughs> well, guys, if that uh if that wraps her up for the new stuff, I think I think, should get, uh... I think uh she's getting some airplanes.
1: <laughs> yeah. To the skies. Okay.
0: Airplane, airplanes. All I see is airplanes. Um, was... <laughs> what? Nothing. I, just... I was making fun of a child, Devin. I... I...
2: What are you laughing at, then? I don't know. About... It's
0: just that, that voice gets me, I guess.
2: Okay. All right.
0: Well, bud, uh, th- let's see if this one gets you. So the first movie on our list tonight for airplane films is Executive Decision. Uh-oh.
2: Man, I didn't expect Ooh. to hear those words today. The I first
0: I one. Any, Wait, is there is really there like a reason? Executive. Wow. Is
2: there a reason,
0: Chris? Or is yeah, that like chronological Steven, Se- Steven,
2: Se- Steven Seagal is the reason. <laughs> it
0: yeah, is. That is why. It is the no, first I mean, like, of, of chronologically speaking. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, so they're know, the innovator. Right? Why, not, the innovator. Yeah, why not start out on the top? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is true. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in forever.
0: I think this list gets better as it goes on. And, and no, that's good. Chronologically speaking, personally. But that we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, I watched this. This is, uh, you know, <laughs> I I did something funny where I watched this right after I watched. I also watched United 93. <laughs> and this movie was like. That's
2: the 9 11 one, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. This was like the naked gun version of that. <laughs> I was laughing about everything because that movie's really intense and dark. United ninety three, so this was a nice reprieve from that. Um, You know what I didn't expect from this movie? You know, I expect a lot, like the action movie and the plane, getting on a plane, all that stuff. There's a lot of whispering. There's like, I'd say fifty percent of this movie is just people like, (laughs) "Oh hey, do we do And I'm, I, it's it's really grating to me. I don't know Hmm. why. Um, they kind of annoyed me because um, it's like they're all like they're in the walls of the ship or the ship. They're in the walls of the plane um, because basically the plot of this movie is there is a terrorist organization that kidnaps a plane, kidnaps, hijacks a plane and um, they, have, <laughs> they have a bomb on the plane and they're going to detonate the bomb over a big city and the bombs full of this weird nerve gas and it's only, only a, thoon, a, sp- a spoonful can kill every man in this room. You know that. We all yeah. Been there. <laughs> I've seen, the rock. I've seen yeah. the rock. Um Yeah. Like, it's um, very silly, very contrived plot about America being defenseless against a few terrorists who can steal our nerve agents and then hijack a plane. And then uh, want to detonate a bomb over D.C. Yeah. Um, and initially, they didn't know, I think they, they were unsure that the bomb was on board, and then they get on board, and they're like, they got a bomb, it's a nerve gas bomb, it's going to kill everybody. And they're like, oh, that's another little wrinkle in the, uh, in the old dress there. Um, but really, what this movie boils down to is a terrible performance by uh, Mr. Steven Seagal, who are, uh, garnered a, a Razzie nomination for this film. Wow. He's god-awful. Got mm, it's awesome. Um, he actually, the only reason he was in this movie was because uh, a former WB, Warner Brothers, Vice President Bill Daly stated Segal agreed to the role in exchange for the studio for giving him losing his director salary due to a, a going over budget with his direct, directorial debut on Deadly Ground. <laughs> So he lost a shitload of money and they're like you got to make executive decisions. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make this shitty movie. Yeah, basically. And he's only in it for he said that he got paid a million dollars for every day he was on set. That was his salary apparently. Um then he dies. He dies like in the first 50, spoilers, the spoilers first 15 minutes of the movie. The the, the basically the, the 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 crux of the plot is that there's a terrorist you know, person on uh, tri- uh, hijacking the plane, and the U.S. government sends a what looks like a stealth bomber right underneath the plane, and they do like a a soft connection with this weird thing that looks like a like a suction cup, and it sucks onto the underside of the plane. They they go in through a, an emergency hatch and they get on the plane. Uh, completely impossible, by the way. <laughs> It's impossible, um, but yeah. So they they there's a like a Navy SEAL team that gets on the plane and they eventually foil the 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 hijackers.
1: Boo. <laughs> I'm
0: on the I'm on the terrorist team. Uh yeah. They're so uninteresting in this movie. You're like, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care about why why you're here. I just want to see that bomb explode. And it never does never does. Oh, what a shame? Really? Just yeah. never? They diffuse it at the very man, end. That's like breaking the cardinal sin. I know, man. I want to see something yeah, breaking boom. the cardinal.
1: Sin. That's but, how you save yeah. money in an action movie. Yeah. Basically. You just have the hero save the day. Well, well like okay. the,
0: the budget of this movie. <laughs> 55 million. Um, it made 122 million. I that
2: blows my mind. Wow.
0: As a sixty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, an audience score of fifty-three percent. Sixty-three, yeah, sixty-three uh, percent. Runtime of one hundred and thirty-three minutes. I think this might be the longest movie on my list. Whoa, come correct. Um, yeah, exterior shots of the Boeing and the Remora—they use like little scale models, which is something I want to talk about later, especially about the next movie I'm going to bring up. Um, this movie used a lot of models. There was like some little CGI that was added in, but really like the models look great. Like they, I, I, I love miniatures. Um, I love them every movie I ever see them in. Um, I love, you know, like Lord of the Rings Those great. Like grand city miniatures that they created and they use like CGI to add people in. Like that's what you're supposed to do with CGI in my opinion. But anyway, Uh, Halle Berry earned a Blockbuster Entertainment Award for Favorite Actress Adventure Slash Drama. Uh, (laughs) To be a fly on the wall of the Blockbuster Award conversation. (laughs) I got a whole bunch more, Devin. I hope you're ready. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's the beginning. I'd say this was the end of 1996 when this came out. And then in 1997, uh, the next film I'm going to talk about Air Force One came out. Mm. Air Force One. I've ironically never seen this movie. You never seen Air Force One? It's no? a great never movie. Yeah, never seen it all the way through. Or frankly, I think even some of it. Like I've I've seen clips, but like I've never seen more than like ten minutes well, of this movie. Your boy Donald Trump said he admired Ford in that role because he stood up for America, and then yeah. and then Ford responded, "It's just a film, you jackass." <laughs> man that's badass oh, that's good stuff
2: Bill Clinton saw this movie twice he loved it dude Bill Clinton <laughs> probably had a huge heart on watching this movie yeah, are you me? On. he, he basically made a movie
1: thing. where yeah. he was <laughs> fighting terrorists on his plane that's weird
0: uh, yeah he's watched that on his plane probably
1: like,
0: that's, that's oh. what I do hell yeah <laughs> That's exactly what I would do. He uh, sounds a little like Stone Cold there.
1: <laughs> I would have hit him with my saxophone. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That makes sense. Oh, yo, President Stone Cold. Okay, there you go. That's a much better movie premise. <laughs> President Stone, Stone, Cold. Stone Cold's plane got hijacked. <laughs> Mr. President, your knees. What? Knee what?
3: God damn, they're on my plane again. <laughs> God damn.
0: Um, yeah, Air Force Gotta One.
1: fight
3: the Acolytes.
0: And uh,
1: guides, rattlesnakes on a plane.
0: Directed by we'll get to that. Directed by <laughs> uh Wolfgang Peterson, written by Andrew W. Marlowe, has a rotten tomato score of 79%, an audience score of 66. Here we go, fellas. Uh, hold on to your hats. Uh box off of three hundred and fifteen million dollars. Oh yeah. Whoa, uh, boy.
2: Wait, then not then. adjusted for inflation.
0: 1997 money, John.
2: So that's a billion dollars basically today. Basically. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. Let me see. would you say three hundred and fifteen million? I'd say double ninety-seven. Double it, right? Are they? Let me um, see. Wait, three. Let three, me three, see, three, three. see
0: this shit. Has there ever through. been a sequel? Like, they never made a sequel to this, did they? I mean, there's the no Air
1: Force Two. Come on, <laughs> I mean, come
0: on. You gotta do something. No did one, one
1: came up with the idea.
0: I think they were sitting there and they said they couldn't. They couldn't bring themselves to write Air Force One two the revenge oh come on hollywood air force been at two it.
1: and it's the president's um submarine Water. do you I guys think. know oh. the fact Ooh. about air
0: force one that i i kind of learned in this movie
1: well what's that
0: any plane that the president is on is air force one any plane any plane wow. so as soon as he gets on a plane that plane is registered as air force one
1: I guess that makes sense. So, like, even like an old timey biplane. Yeah, yeah so it's old
2: cool. timey biplane. So does that like negate the Air Force One status of the previous plane then?
0: Yeah, I believe so because it's, that becomes it, Air Force Two. It becomes a they're non-secure place eight. for the president. That's where. That's what they're. They're believe, I don't know that. That's. That is the the logic of the American government, which never made much sense. Is it
1: is Air Force One, the designation, just them being like, this is the Air Force's number one priority?
0: Yes, exactly. So like uh, airspace is a big deal when it comes to planes. So they clear airspace for Air Force One. So any plane that is Air Force One would have to have the airspace cleared around it. So, yeah, it's more of like a radio designation than it is an actual like name of it. It's not like a big super plane.
2: Well, it is that with, with
0: Gatling guns on it and shit.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's Gatling guns, like
0: dude. Come on. It's got a TV
2: on it. He had to watch his football game. It,
0: yeah, you did John, have to watch his football game. I guess somebody saw this movie.
3: <laughs> I've seen this, movie. Has seen this nice. movie.
2: I love, I love Air Force One.
0: Now, John, I posted two images in the shit talk chat. Uh, I want you to take a look at those. Let's see, um, let's see, that's to me some of the worst CGI I think I've ever seen in a movie. Like it's up there. I mean on a
2: big it was nineteen ninety seven.
0: It was nineteen ninety seven. It was nineteen ninety, but in nineteen ninety six an executive decision, they're using scale bottles. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about Galani and Chill chat. I was only <laughs> at the shit talk chat and oh, I yeah. saw Army Hammer and then Gutani Chill Dancing. and I was yeah, I saw guts from Berserk and I was like, That's not <laughs> that's, that's not funny.
1: the president. Galani and chill. I'm sorry. But yeah, <laughs> okay. there is a the first part isn't the worst, but then when it flips to the different angle, oh that's bad. Well, what were you saying?
0: The the lady jumping out of the plane or the crash?
1: Oh, no, no. I'm looking at the crash.
0: Okay, the, the crash, crash The crash begins okay, but the moment it hits the water, it is a fucking mess. Yeah, the
1: minute the it mess. starts doing its little, like, somersault, you're like, oh, dear. Yeah, somebody's like, what's the physics? Yeah, but also, yeah, the people <laughs> parachuting out. That is the worst. That's
0: probably some of the worst CGI I've ever watched in Colony Chill. Like, it's just, it's so... It's so awkwardly bad, and like in motion, it's worse. I couldn't find a gift. That's what Christopher
2: that. Nolan thinks he's gonna get when he. When he <laughs> yeah, pays, what if he just doesn't trust millions him. of dollars, and that, that's why he doesn't do. CG he saw Air,
0: know, like, he saw Air Force One. One saw Air Force One, and then somebody showed him the Flash, and he was like,
2: "Oh, stole this bad. It's not, <laughs> not worth, it's not worth the
0: money. It's just
2: not worth the money."
0: <laughs> um, Air Force One has its charms. So I'm not gonna deny that. I think. Um, I think a large aspect of it is Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman, though. Like, they are really good in this movie. Uh, Oh, yeah. I think they really make it. Gary Oldman is, like, fucking insane in this movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's on level, like, uh, up to 11 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, Just insanity. Yelling all the time. But it, like, works because he's, like... There's a very... Like, William H. Macy's in this movie. Like, there's a lot of good... Decent actors in this flick um, that really make it click and make it work. If there wasn't, and it was just Wolfgang Peterson with this script and no Harrison Ford, this movie would be awful. I really believe that. I think it's the strength of the performances that really sell it. Um, and like, cause the majority of the movie is just Harrison Ford in the cargo bay like looking around and being like being sweating and, and being really tense. Like that's that's a good portion of this movie. Um, Yeah. And he's the only one who could really do that because you're like, Oh, that's Harrison Ford. He's going to do it. He's going to save the day. He's the action hero. Um, Yeah. I just think um, this movie hasn't, this movie definitely aged better than some of the other films on this list, but uh, there's some aspects of it that I'm just like, You'd let a bunch of Chechen terrorists, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Chechen reporters on board of Air Force One after <laughs> after arresting a Chechen terrorist? Like, come on. No come well, on. You know, Chris, no, I mean, it's
2: paradoxical, maybe. Like, maybe that's, maybe this movie is the reason why they don't allow that anymore. It's
0: taboo. <laughs> they learned from
1: air force one <laughs> they learned from the movies it's based on a true story where bill clinton fought off all the chechen terrorists well you know you know big cheeseburger you know, bill clinton uh made you know, his secret service guys line up so
2: he can beat the shit out of them for fun after watching this movie right
1: <laughs> oh i'll get to be president in this part um i'm the president
2: uh so uh
0: the actual air force one does not have an escape pod sorry
2: guys no, I'm going to call yeah, Cap. That's what they want you to think. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they Chris. want you to think. <laughs> Dad, I'm calling Cap on this one. I'm I gonna, agree. My Cap button on Chris.
0: Steve, there's no Cap come sound come effect. You're
2: okay, going to tell me that they don't have a fucking contingency plan for the president? I'm sure they do, on? but on I, don't the think, I don't think
0: it's Yeah, That's <laughs> the Cap alert. the
2: Cap button. Cap alert. Cap alert. It's not a skate pod, guys.
0: It's not Escape from New York. It's not Air Force One. That wouldn't. I don't think that will work like that. <coughs> I just All All right, cap alert.
2: I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Rescind that statement, Chris, immediately. <laughs> Gary Take
0: Gary Oldman back. Gary Oldman chose this film over Speed Two Cruise Control. So you know. Oh,
1: is that a dub? Is still, or is it a dub, think or think that's the dub? That's a dub. That's a dub. That's a dub. dub. Right?
0: That's okay. a dub.
1: All right. That's a dub. Okay. All right. He was going to be in crude I'm in Gary Goldman double.
0: I think specifically was going to be the villain, but which William Dafoe was in that movie.
1: So. Oh, really? D- Dude, even William Dafoe couldn't save that movie. Do you remember that?
2: He says, I got to get me one of those.
0: I these. remember being
1: very bored. Wait, which remember movie? that movie? He had leeches. That was William Dafoe's thing. Uh, and they were real wait, fucking so leeches. Are you talking about Speed 2? Speed,
0: speed 2, two cruise, cruise control, control but Yeah.
1: Oh, hold on, he- we're spoiling yeah. Galani and Chill boats. Oh, yeah. sorry.
0: Yeah. I don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> Dude, Titanic, Cruise 2. I mean, Speed 2. Uh, <laughs> Speed 2, Captain Ron. The way, Captain wait, Ron. Captain <laughs> the way on oh, I no, love
2: Captain really. Ron.
1: Maybe I will. Oh,
2: Castaway could have been a plane movie, right? It's, it's only for
1: like 10 minutes, John. I mean, is there a time... Is there a time Yeah Yeah, Chris Chris made a time restraint Okay I
0: I said at least I think it was either 80 to 75% of the movie Has to take place On the plane too Like that's
2: That sounds an awful lot
1: Like the fucking Golden Globes Foreign film (laughs) Rules Wow I'm looking At the top 10 Best boat movies To binge watch Chris Jaws Number one Number one I forgot about Jaws Captain Ron.
0: Ah oh, yeah, baby! Those are gorillas, those are gorillas. I <laughs> love that movie so much. Um Air Force One. Uh the Russian prison that they used to transport the Chechen leader of the terrorists, who was let free as part of the negotiations with Gary Oldman. Uh that Russian prison that was used was uh, actually the Ohio State Reformatory. It Was also used for Godsmack's music video Awake. Mm. Devin, Thank that was for you. you. Thank you. I was, re- I was, I always wondered that. Uh, so, had the fourth highest grossing of any film in 1997 behind Men in Black, The Lost World, Jurassic Park Lost World, and Batman and Robin.
1: 1997.
0: What a year!
2: 97.
0: Yeah, that's a year. I can't believe how much this movie
2: made. Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charmed Life came out that year.
1: Godsmack. The year before, ID4 went nuts. So people were... I don't know, that was just kind of the vibe back then.
0: There were some plane scenes on that too. There's some Air Force One, beefy Air Force
1: One scenes. As we all remember. uh, Hello, boys! I'm back! (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a line from I D four. That is a line from ID four.
0: <laughs> dumb dumb fucking movie. All right, guys. We got another one on the list here. Next one. Is the much beloved Con Air. Con Air Oh man. The much beloved. Oh, beloved let's go Chris show. is gonna cap it out. Get yeah. the fucking ready, Steve. Yeah,
2: get ready,
3: Steve. Yes,
2: director. He's already he's already capping. You could tell by the tone in his voice. Director
0: Simon West. Writer
2: Scott Goat. Rosenberg. Goat. Year nineteen ninety seven. <laughs>
1: that's runtime. the same year. Run time one
2: hundred fifteen minutes. Legendary the runtime. Are You kidding me? Box yeah. office two hundred and
0: twenty four million dollars. Baby,
1: Ooh, that's more than it. the other one. That's budget, double
0: the other one. Budget seventy five million. The budget of Air Wait, Force Did this Warren, come out before e- Face Off? I believe...
2: And The Rock? No,
0: I think it uh, came out either the same year or... Dear.
2: Same year as Face-Off. Because... Uh, Nicholas- is that like a, that's a trilogy, right? The well, Rock, Nick- Con Air... And- Face-Off 1997.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: Nicolas Cage uh,
0: won a Blockbuster Entertainment Award for...
3: <laughs> 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 oh, man, that's pretty funny.
0: Including favorite actor Nicolas Cage, but it was in both... Con Air and Face Off, dude. What a year for Nicholas Cage. <laughs> wow. The Rock was 1996, feeling? yeah. <laughs> dude, <laughs> somebody he was hooking, dude. 1990- that's Nicholas Cage
3: trilogy,
1: then, right? The Rock, Face Off, Con Air. Yeah. Con Air.
0: Yes, it yeah. is. That's his nineties trilogy, dude.
1: That's that's as I would say that's <laughs> on the same level as Spielberg's 1993 with um both Jurassic Park. And um, uh, uh Schindler's, or, List? uh, Schindler's List, yes, yeah, you know, I I, I almost said Carlito's <laughs> Way, which is not Steven Spielberg.
0: I don't think either Face Off or Con Air has the level of dramatic impact of Schindler's List. But oh, you can shut <laughs> me, <mouth, laughs> let me, dude.
1: Let, me ask, let me ask the live studio audience, guys. Uh, let's talk about how awesome The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off is. You guys, dude, you guys love those a, movies, yeah, thank you. That's a thank slight you. clap. They are slightly <laughs> impressed. Clap. They're being polite because this is a classy show.
0: Okay, all right, that's fine. Um, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Hey guys, goat. yeah, another yeah. goat. There's some fun movies. Uh, Rotten Tomato score 58 percent. Audience score Bro. 75. Uh, oh, both that's of those real need low. to be higher.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Honestly,
0: both of those should be higher. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> no. I will Get say ready. this movie aged the worst.
1: Well, now hold on there Chris tell us why <laughs> because the, some of the some of the references some
0: of the characters involved in this film I don't think they would cut the mustard in today's culture right. let, let's be honest Chris is all just pearl clutching because that one guy is called
1: Cyrus the Virus and he's like oh that's a bad taste
3: why <laughs> did we just oh. live through
1: COVID that's ridiculous no, uh there's To be is... fair, I completely forget about this movie. Like anything. That <laughs> really? I, I know so much in this I just movie. remember the scene where Nick Cage gets off the airplane and then like does like the little take where his like little mullet flaps in the wind. Do you, you think, remember, remember the this? scene where he just no-cells a bullet shot to no. the shoulder? All Dude, I remember is the so scene where good. he flaps his little mullet hair in the wind. Oh uh,
0: <laughs> man. Uh guys, do you know that when Ving Rames is introduced in this film, he's introduced as a black gorilla? Oh god. That's that's so bad. bad.
2: That's, I mean, like, that's what do you bad. Mean, pretty damn What do you mean bad.
0: like they just <laughs> over a gorilla in front of his head like No, they they he's in a gang and he's noted as the black gorillas. Oh god. And I was like, "Oh boy, that's bad." Okay. Well, we can look we can overlook that. It's 90's there was a 90s baby character. Uh, I believe is it Johnny Twenty Three? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> That's my I why do. Uh, Wait, who uh, says? Yeah, who's Danny who's Trey, you're talking about who Danny? Who says Treyno, this right?
1: line? It's it's probably like a bad character, right? Of course. I
0: mean, listen, they're all they're all yeah. cons. Don't get me wrong, and they're all like the bad cons too. Like they're they're the guys that are trying to hijack the, the the jailbird as it's called in the movie. Um, but all that being said, uh, Johnny Twenty Three, who has a tattoo of every of the twenty three women he's raped and murdered. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, go over well in you know, yeah, like bad. a light.
1: I don't remember that.
0: Movie. I think
1: a lot of Con Air is just the the rock in my head. Oh, okay.
0: Well I mean that's yeah, the so rich. Johnny
1: twenty-three
0: Baca, played by Johnny Twenty Three, a serial rapist nicknamed for his number of sex offense convictions. Ving, Ving reigns as Nathaniel Nathan Diamond Dog Jones.
3: Black Diamond Dog,
0: Cyrus's Dog. second command. I mean, listen, I, I, I think the actors that are involved in this are really good. Like they are generally good actors. <laughs> I just think that the script is is not great. Um and it's very it's very dated in a lot of its references. And I feel like uh Nicolas Cage he's really hamming it up. And I I love him for it, and I think John Cusack's character kind of pulls him back down from going a little too crazy. Because John Cusack is also he's he's playing a very grounded character who's pretty funny in this too. Like he's he's yeah. also very charismatic. I remember at the end of the movie with the plane crash in Las Vegas, the guy comes up. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, "Bad." <laughs> he's like covered in blood and shit. Like funny shit, but good line reading. Like. I think that's what makes the movie, you know, click like, like Air Force one um, I performance. It's, it's the performances. that really do it. And, you know, John Malkovich is like, he's a big ham.
1: Like there's so many hams in this oh movie. Oh my
0: God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you think ridiculous. that was the yeah. selling point to do this movie? They were like, you can just ham it up. I guess. I mean, like, I'm sure,
0: I'm sure the director, I think it was, he might've been a first time director. He probably was just like, I don't care, you know, I just got to make this movie, so it makes money, and that's fine. But the cool thing about this movie, the cool things, I, I will note, it, note, they used an actual, what was it, a C-123 model uh, model plane, as in a, a real plane, that's the model number. But they used a real plane, and they flew it around, and they had, like, three versions of the plane. They had a, a, a version of it that would be, like, on the ground that didn't fly. They had two versions that did actually fly. That's awesome! Like uh, coming from like Air Force One with the bad CGI, and then going to this with like an actual real plane. I I I like that way more. Like just can I can I give you some some Con Air trivia? Okay, what you got? (laughs) The director Simon West. This was his first movie he directed. Okay, yeah. Prior to this, he directed the very famous music video "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley. (gasps) Oh! Oh, how do you like that? Rick roll, it is. Yeah, you rickrolled Chris right all over the place.
1: That might that might be his most popular thing now. I, I, guess. Think, I think. Well, Conair, man, Conair's is really. Dude, I think nice the rickroll video has probably ha- probably has more.
0: Sure, I mean it has. I mean, in terms of like YouTube clicks, sure, mm-hmm, probably, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Conair lives in my heart for sure. Um. Phil Swartz, a welder employee employed by the production, uh, when was employed by the production when the static model of the set fell on him and he died. Oh, jeez! Oh, wow. Um, also, this is another weird fact: the C one twenty three model plane, which is the actual plane that they were using for flying, had a series of owners after the film used it, and it eventually crashed <laughs> in Alaska in 2010, killing the three-member flight crew. (laughs) There's a lot of weird things with this plane. Um, I think it constitutes more of a curse than the poltergeist curse, personally, but that's me. Um, The crash site at the end of the movie was filmed at the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas before it was demolished, so they got to fuck it up, which is really nice. Really fun. Really fun, and... Felt real. Like I said, no CGI, or at least not a lot of it. Um, really fun to watch. Uh, nominated for Best Original Song and Best Sound for the Academy Awards. But more importantly, it won two Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, including Favorite Actor and Favorite Ooh. Supporting Actor in John Cusack. Shooing. Yeah, they were shooing. Blockbuster Entertainment Award. They really liked Nicolas Cage. So and he was close to them. It's an important award, guys.
1: Dang, if we still have I mean, those awards, I wonder really. how the world would be.
0: would be better place. Yeah, like,
1: what would they have given Call
0: Me By Your Name? You know? Blockbuster Entertainment they, Awards? I yeah, don't think really. so, Devin. I don't think so. <laughs> no, they, they don't do that. They wouldn't we'll even carry the movie at Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> i so not qualify. Oh, I didn't I know so, John Blockbuster. It would be so in really the horror
1: just... section. Ooh. Oh, man.
0: It's getting dicey over here. Guys, I'm going to talk about a movie I really like, and that's the next movie on this list. And we're getting into 2005, 2006. So Whoa, jump. That's a big jump. It's a jump. Oh, so wow, no, no plane movies for 20 years. I, it takes 10 years. Every 10 years, you get, you get new plane movies. That's how it works, Devin. Uh okay. This movie I'm talking about is Red Eye, directed by Wes Craven. Ooh, Ooh, written okay. by
3: Yeah,
0: there's a lot of craving going on in this I was craving the hell out of it man Um, this movie's tight out, uh, 85 minutes Rachel McAdams, Cillian Murphy jib jabbing wow. on a plane getting all dark love it <sighs> love it um, so this film is quite good I really enjoyed how it was made too because it's so smooth and the pacing is so great it started that guy, that Oppenheimer. It film. Started Oppenheimer. Started Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Uh, I think this might be the highest Rotten Tomato score too, seventy nine percent. Audience score sixty four percent. solid ninety six million at the box office. Budget twenty six. Um, yeah, real fun flick. Ranked second in opening weekend behind the Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, yes, I remember that movie. Um, yeah, what what really makes this movie work is it is a solid thriller with just two, like again, two solid performances. There's a trend I'm trying to show here Um, with these airplane films. I feel like the performances are so important because it's just a person in a tube with a bunch of other people. And they have to generate all of the emotion for the scene, just their faces, because you're on a tube with a bunch of seats. It's not really as fun, uh, you know, visually. So yeah, yeah not I, a lot going on there. Not a lot going on. So I, I feel like if the performances are really solid in these movies, they usually tend to be pretty good. That's, that's my, my mantra when I'm watching this. um, Wesley Morris of the Boston Globe felt the film was a poor cousin of 24. Call it 12. Whoa. Yes, yeah, that hurt. That hurt me a little bit. Man, some guy really likes 24. <laughs> I wrote what an idiot after that. So <laughs> that was a terrible review. Uh, Cillian Murphy referred to it as a schlocky B movie in which Rachel McAdams is excellent, but viewed his performance as not very nuanced. You're too hard on yourself, Mr. Murphy. Too hard. You think he was uh, just fine or or very good? I think Rachel McAdams is probably the best part. But, like, I feel like he's menacing and really scary in this. And I I think it works. He just plays, like, he's just, like, a handsome dude that's, like, he's not, like, a serial killer, right? Isn't he just, like... Well, the ah. way it sort of works is, like, the whole plot of the movie is there is a very important person that is visiting a hotel and they have to be in a certain room so that they can be shot with a rocket on a boat. Whoa. And, <laughs> I know, right? Whoa, that's, this really took a turn. Rachel McAdams plays the hotel manager and Cillian Murphy's job is to threaten her and frighten her so much with the death of her father that she will move this man into the proper room so he could be blowed up. I hope he says that you gotta get blow- he need to get blowed up
3: that you motherfucker need, need to get blown blow
0: up that motherfucker need to blow up that's not what Silly Murphy says <laughs> well, alright maybe he wasn't too hard on himself if that was how he <laughs> he's,
3: that was his he's
0: good this. he's good I think he he starts off like really kind and flirty and then it's cool as soon as the yeah. plane is in the air he's like like a like a light switch like uh, so there's no there's no hope for those two no <laughs> Biggie stabs that's him in the throat, throat with a pen, and I'm like, I don't think they're gonna work out. That's what I said oh, while watching it. Cute, yeah, because I think I remember the trailer is like the original trailer is like a meat cute. It's like, yeah, dude, oh, that's exactly. cute, and then it like turns right. hard. And I was, it's like starts with a little, a little romantic comedy, like oh, it's cute. They're not good flyers. Oh, they're meeting in the in the airplane bar because they're nervous. Like it's yeah. it's cute. And then, boom, baby, let's get this shit going. And uh, I love it. I really did. I, I like this. I like the schlocky B-movie genre movies every once in a while. And they're really fun. Yeah, dude. And they work. And this one works. Really enjoyable. Um, Okay. 2006, guys. Uh, big movie here. United okay. 93. Uh, let's roll. Let's. Roll.
2: Finally, we made it. We, we made did it. it Okay, Flight no. 93. This has the highest Rotten tomato score.
0: And it and it and it, it's deserved. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is a very, very, very good movie. Wow. Very, you know, very it's funny. Weird. I never really thought... I always thought it was kind of seen as a joke. But I guess no, not. It's not. It's pretty good. This, this is um, a very interesting film in that it's all in real time the majority of the actors are actually the people that do those jobs. Like their flight attendants, the FAA director, um, some of the, the uh, flight controllers, like they're all, they're real, are real people. Yeah. And it's just the, I believe just the passengers on the plane that are actors and they're all like unknown actors. Um, but like, goddamn, this movie is tense as fuck. Like you are, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time watching this and it is harrowing and scary. Um, I, I honestly didn't watch it when it first came out because I was like, ah, oh, that's a little too much. Like yeah. I, I'm, I mean, it, it is only five, it's five years after, you know, nine. Yeah. But still like, it still felt a little, I, I would through. say, yeah, it was a little raw still. Now, you know, United 93 was the airplane that crashed in uh, Pennsylvania. There wasn't yeah. That wasn't one that crashed into. They were. That was Center. the hero plane. It was the hero plane, um, yeah. and they, according to the black box, they fought back. Like, and you see that in the movie. Apparently, so so much so that many of the actors that were in this film got injured during the production during the particular scene where they're fighting the terrorists, and the blood visible on their faces was authentic.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, and guys, it's a movie. I have to say it's effective, like it's a very effective film. I mean, that's the thing. Maybe they were doing it like wrestling style, where they were like doing like little cuts on like (laughs) their like hairline. So like they're 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 blading. (laughs) Oh, they're donning the crimson mask. Oh
0: man, he has the terrorist an ankle lock, a Kurt Angle ankle lock, and you know, I have to say that scene where they're fighting back, it looks real as fuck. Like it was it looks like those people are actually punching the
1: actors. Like it, it I've never seen that. that movie, but you know, is I, it, I haven't either. This was the first time. Is it like on the level of like being like real or is it like, kind of like
0: oh, Hollywoodized? Very, very real. Like as okay. real as you can get with a handful of Hollywood actors, as passengers, and also a bunch of non-actors in it. Like, the the whole thing, since it's in real time, I feel like there's this urgency and pacing and that kind of keeps the film on a, on an even keel. Like and the acting is not like I hate to say it, it's like it's not the main focus. Like the characters are important, really. It's the do, plot.
1: Do they know? find out about the World Trade Center during it? Like yes. it has yes. that happened and then they were like, Oh god.
0: Yeah, actually the terrorists find out too and they were like like cheering because they were like, oh, we did it. And uh, yeah, like they, they they have phones on the airplane. They're like calling their families and shit. And their families are like, yeah, two planes just crashed into the buildings. The, air, the uh, flight controllers in New York, they actually see the planes fly into the buildings, you know, because they're in like Newark.
3: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Like it's everything's happening at once, but there is the information is still flowing on the plane. So everybody knows what's going on. And even the terrorists. Um, and it kind of gets into the point, or at least I, sh- I should backtrack a little bit. The beginning of this movie is very, like, procedural, and that's, like, a mm. big thing in a lot of these movies, like the procedure of flying a plane, especially when it's a thriller because it's, like, the perfect way to set up tension. So perfect because you're like, oh, shit, this, is, this feels real. It feels grounded in reality. I am on board this plane, um, and then the shit starts hitting the fan. You know, and that's, and that's, this movie is just ramping up. It's just always ramping up. Um, but it's really well-made and it's very effective. Um, Rotten Tomato score of 90%, audience score 83, uh, box office 76.3 million, uh, with a budget of 15 million and a runtime of 110 minutes. So it's like the actual 110 minutes from when the plane takes off to when it's in the air to when it crashes um into in Pennsylvania. Um, it was the first Hollywood film to draw its narrative directly from 9-11. Uh, 10% of the gross of this film was promised to a memorial for 9-11 victims. Um, casted, yeah, casted actually real people. Uh, nominated for an MTV Music movie award for Best Kiss. Oh God, is that true? No, it's not true. I'm oh God, say. I was gonna say <laughs> uh, like dude, I wanted, that's you, rough. I wanted to even out because I think it was getting a little dark, so I added that little fact in there to just kind of make it a little lighter. Um, there is a kiss in this movie. No, there isn't. But it wasn't best kiss. There wasn't a kiss. There's no it wasn't best. like
2: Spider Man kiss.
0: <laughs> well, oh, I, oh my God, could you imagine? Pretty romantic. It's pretty romantic. So I, I feel like it. we would have would have had a different day. Um. This movie man, was so heat for its portrayal of German passenger Christian Adams, who tried to uh, negotiate and didn't oh. the passengers not to fight back. Uh, uh, you uh, gotta have your, you know, your I'm your white knight. You know, you gotta have that guy. I'm
1: your
3: white knight. <laughs> you gotta well, have you that guy.
2: guy. Hans Booby. Hans Bubby. Yeah, you gotta have a Hans Booby. Ahmed
0: Booby. I'm Knights, <laughs> dude. Dude, he would have. He would have landed that plane. <laughs> well, guys, I'm going on to a related topic, a related film and that snakes on a plane. Because he oh, knew, yeah, that was uh, United ninety three was full of snakes, and that's why it crashed. Mm, mm, everybody it. knows that. That's the real truth. The truth Talking the, cover- the plane that fought back. The plane fought back because there were snakes. Devin. I mean Steve. Sorry. Excuse me. There were snakes on that plane, they had to fight back. And they crashed, unfortunately. It was sad. It was tragedy.
1: Samuel Jackson punches a snake in the face in this movie. He sure does, Steve.
0: He sure does. And that was unfortunately a CGI snake, so Oh, (sighs)
1: never mind. Sorry, Devin. I'm leaving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's some garbage, dude. Are you kidding me? On a plane directed by david r ellis written by john hefferman sebastian gutierrez david del Sandro. why did it take three people to write this devin <laughs> i don't know but well i think there was the one guy that they said we got to add all the kiss words
3: uh-huh. after, after yeah. it
0: blew up on the internet you're absolutely right you know mm-hmm. somebody knows his snakes on a plane history i also I've never seen this movie <laughs> Yeah, explain,
1: explain, never this it. explain this history to me.
0: Well, guys, you know, um, well, we'll start it out because I think this is a fascinating bouncing off point, especially since we were talking about Barbie. Uh, yeah. One journalist stated that this film was perhaps the most internet hyped film of all time. I'm not really gonna say otherwise. That that at could the time, very well be true. Yeah, at the time, definitely.
1: How's that not true? I yeah. would say so. I would say so. I mean, I like. I know Blair. Well, here's the thing. Blair Witch, I wouldn't like. It wasn't just internet.
0: Yeah. Well, it was word of mouth. It was word of mouth. Blair Witch. Yeah. Like internet. internet was like they did internet closer what we would call the internet now. You know. But, like,
1: yeah. At the time, this was like the biggest thing. Yeah over the internet. It was on like every website. Yeah. You know, people were going nuts. I remember like every You're the Man Now Dog at the time, if you remember that website. Yep. They were going hog wild with the, with the snakes on a plane uh, 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 love affair, we would call it. People were excited for this. I was excited for this movie.
0: Yeah, me too. But we got snakes on a plane and the excitement died.
1: The excitement died <laughs> once we saw it because we were like, oh... <laughs> But yeah, I just
0: I just remember how like I, Sam Jackson famously he was uh he was at like the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, bring those up. And he said, uh, and he said, you know, this is the year before the movie came out. He's like, I guarantee this is my promise. Snakes on a Plane will win Best Movie at the MTV Movie Awards next year, and everybody lost their minds. And at that time, I was like, this movie's gonna make a. a like a ton of money, Uh and then it, I think everybody's like, "Oh yeah, no, we were just like, we were just, we, were just no, we were I'm not seeing it. that. We were oh. busy, Sorry. Sorry. We were busy that weekend. I yeah. had a wow, I had a wow raid. Sorry, yeah, like everybody just kind of flaked on seeing this movie. Yeah, that, you really,
1: you can't rely on the internet. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah, this I
0: was think... like the first harsh lesson. I think. I think there are certain situations, though, where the internet can 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 help. And I think Barbie was well in that camp. Like, I think yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer I, came out and they used the internet marketing to really get people to come see their movie.
1: I think when the movie isn't the reason why it's a meme.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: Where it's like, the meme was that these two polar opposite movies came out on the same day. So they smashed them together. Yep. Yep. Where yeah, It's, like, to, it's like Totoro and, uh, Grave, and Grave, of, Grave of the Fireflies. Of the yes. Grave of the
3: Totoros. <laughs> uh,
1: that was a, a huge day for anime. I remember,
0: but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think, um, I think what also works for Barbie and Oppenheimer is they're totally so different. Yes. Um, and that adds to the, to the goofiness of the meme. And I I do think though, there is something to be said about where internet marketing was in 2006 and where it is now. Like I feel it it didn't really know what to be. Right. It didn't. I think it didn't know how to properly sell the movie either for snakes on a plane. Like it just knew it was a thing that everybody was joking about and being ironic about. And that's kind of the same problem that, that Morbius fell into. Mm. right because they re-released it thinking that the internet's popularity of it was was going to make more money for them and no
1: like dude no they're making fun of you exactly well like the thing with snakes on a plane was snakes of uh, snakes on a plane would have been a more fun experience if it wasn't trying to laugh with you yes it feels like they went out of their way to be like we're 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 in on the joke too guys and you're like no you're not it's it's very very hard
0: to make a bad movie like in a sense yeah, where yeah. you have a budget and you have actors like it's to intentionally do it is 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 tough like it has to come from a real place. Failure has to come from a real place can't come from can't be fabricated like it has to be somebody committed to an idea that's really bad and, <laughs> and re- really passionate about it for it to be like that cult classic that everybody talks about. Um, and it comes through through the work because this movie is very lazy um, and it's it's not it's not good in the in the cinema sense and it's not good in the cult sense because it's not memorable. The only thing that's memorable about it is people making jokes about it. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it's vampiric. The marketing for this was vampiric. It actually took away from the movie a little bit. Um so, uh, originally titled Venom, the film was turned down by more than 30 Hollywood studios. Oh, not a surprise. Not a surprise. film was based on a 1992 magazine article about brown tree snakes climbing onto planes and cargo during World War II. Oh, man. It was, it was real. Um, after the buzz, the, like Devin was saying, the production, New Line Cinema... Uh, ordered five more scenes to be shot to make it a rated R movie instead of PG 13. Add some cursing. Add some add, add some, some titty. Add, wait, Devin. Titty gets oh. bit, dick gets bit, yeah. ass gets Snake? bit. Uh quality. That's it. Quality. That's all you need. Everybody everybody's little little special parts getting bit. Get bit. <sighs> more than 450 snakes were used for filming, but any attack on the snake or the snake attacking someone was done with either animatronics or CGI. So I kinda like that. I mean again it kind of turned into a whiff but somehow it didn't really hurt Sam Samuel Jackson's stock. No, no. In this movie. And it somehow made him better. Because even though people still like saying the line, and people also like saying the line that was edited for cable that's the only Uh, thing people remember about it. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying he was like bulletproof out of that thing. He's like, whatever. I'll be the star of this bad movie. I think he even admitted it was more. I think he even admitted in like interviews it wasn't good. And I think that made people like him more, you know, because they're like, oh, he's being honest, you know. But it's almost a way to sell the movie, too. You know, ah, it wasn't good. Bad movie. <laughs> All right, so I'm moving on to the three outliers, as I call them, that okay. were not in a specific year. Uh, that were kind of spread out towards the uh, the 2010s, 2020s. Uh, the film I'm going to talk about is the next film is Nonstop with Liam Neeson. Have you guys even mm. heard of this movie? No. Ooh.
1: never heard of. I rem- remember a who, who directed it. Of it.
0: Uh, Jume Coulette Sierra. Oh, he's
1: one of your favorites, John.
0: Yeah, he's one of your favorites, John. John, come on. Nah, I never heard of him.
1: Was this this after (laughs) Taken?
0: Uh, yeah, this was after Taken. This was after Oh, shit. Unknown.
2: One of of Liam Neeson's vacation movies. I gotta go on vacation.
0: 100%. To pay for vacation. And he's also like a terrible drunk in this movie, like he is in all those other movies. It's the same character from Taken, of course. but he's an air marshal instead of being. What the fuck was he in Taken? A bodyguard. Uh, he was just like, yeah, or he was just like an ex-military that was hired to be a okay. bodyguard yeah, to yeah, like yeah, show yeah. that he still has it. Yeah, like he still has the touch, but he's just being a bodyguard because I've yeah. the bills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. That's very much the tone of this character too. Like I am here just to, to make money. I don't want to be here right now, which is fun. It's not fun for the audience. sure <laughs> it's fun for Lee Neeson. Yeah, but you know when you're watching it, it's just someone who's like, I don't want to be in this movie. <laughs> just, that's interesting. Take. Um, yeah, this movie is a fucking bore fest. Oh my god! And it did well. It's, like it's supposed to be a comedy. Um it's a thriller. Okay. Um budget 28 to 50 million, and it made two hundred and twenty-two million dollars.
1: That's kind of shocking. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Like I watched this movie. I didn't know there was that many divorced dads watching this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like like alcoholics or ex alcoholic fathers. This is the big movie for them. And I'm happy they have a film like Barbie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> basically, the barbie for alcoholic middle-aged fathers non-stop <laughs> which came out the same year as taken three weirdly
0: yeah yeah this is like he's well deep into his comfortable old action movie man uh, world now you know he's i feel like there. this movie came out after he said he wasn't gonna do any more movies like this and then like a month later this i saw a trailer for this I was like, well, oh, okay. It wasn't because of the script. I'll tell you that Devin.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you think when that. they get a script for a movie, they're like, who else, who else is up for talks? And they're like, well, you know, we might have Julianne Moore. And you go, like, oh man, I'm in a movie with Julianne Moore. And then you find out it's like this.
0: <laughs> I think they're they, these actors get paid like a set amount, right? Like they don't negotiate. Yeah. Like they just come in, like, if you could get five million. Liam
1: Neeson will be in your movie. Like that's Yeah, like incredible. if you're like, okay, you're like shopping at the store and you're like, well, yeah. you know, okay, what do I want to like, I'm putting a party together. Right. Like, alright, oh, do I do like something where like, I'll like get like the really good kind of chips? Or you know, maybe I get some really bad chips on some, like, you know, never acted before like first out no we're gonna get some good chips like liam neeson chips
0: well i think it's also like you're going shopping for a party and you're like well the people coming to the party they're kind of lame so like i can get the shittier chips and they'll love them yeah but like
1: <laughs> yeah where it's like Dude, oh you're you making know me what? hungry for chips now <laughs> i'm kind of I'm curious like i don't know where liam neeson lands anymore like he's, uh, he's first as an actor firmly in the red box action movie. He's in the red box action. Yeah. Movie, yeah. Cause like there was a time where it was like when like taken and like the gray were coming out, like he was kind of like back in like business.
0: Well, here's the deal. Steve fascinating thing about nonstop on its opening weekend. It finished first ahead of the Lego movie, which Liam Neeson was also in. Oh, wow. Was villain. The Lego movie, or not the villain, he was like, Was that movie. like Lego movies like fifth week or something? Because I think like, so, I there's think no so. way this movie made a lot of money, Devin it made 222 20, yeah. million. Like, They are like, That's the guy from the Lego movie, <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, it's third week, it was his third, okay, Lego right. third but still 222 million for this. Like, go, go, it's, don't watch it, but like, look, look at it, just <laughs> look at it and <laughs> be, yeah, upset. It's boring. Stupid shit. Um,
1: I mean, I can't be ever mad at uh, Liam Neeson. He's a Dark Man. I, I, <laughs> yeah, but like he doesn't he's do that. Non. He's
0: Qui Gon, but he's also Dark Man. He, uh, he's Rhaegul. Come on, I've yet to see one of these movies where he is a, a big head on a tiny little body dancing on a on a small little puppet theater, and he's screaming.
1: You're right. That honestly, we need more of that. <laughs> yeah. That shit needs to be in every Liam Neeson movie. It's really easy to like win people over when you're being kind of weird. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's that weird goofy <laughs> and shit.
1: Like that shit
0: gets me every time. Beautiful. Um yeah, I'm gonna move on. It's really not a memorable movie. This is a
1: plane movie? Like it's the a plane. non-stop plane. Yeah. Like what's what's
0: is is it there? terrorists so the terrorist situation oh you're gonna you're gonna love this one okay um the terrorist situation on this plane is there's a terrorist that is texting Liam Neeson, he's got his number, and he's saying
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why is yeah, that funny? You little fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm do you fucking
1: smell so bad?
3: I you gotta sound fun. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> smells so weird.
1: You made a big mud pie in the for <laughs> You know what's
0: funny is he does talk about how bad he smells. <laughs> Wait, he does? Because <laughs> he's like you smell like booze. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's like yeah. part of the, the with your fucking five dollar haircut you fucking idiot like oh this guy's so mean <laughs> to me what a mean guy it's part of the thriller because you you know he's close but you can't yeah. tell who it is right mm. somebody on the flight somebody texting so they go through all these elaborate little plots where they're like looking at the security cam to see who's pulling out their phone at that moment to text liam neeson and they're trying to figure out, and there's all these, like, false accusations. we are like, it's that guy. And he's like, I was just texting my wife. She's very worried. <laughs> you know, like that that kind of situation. But then at the very end, you realize that the terrorist was this man that he suspect, suspected. But the reason why, and that, this is the, the goofy part, the reason why is he's taking this plane over because of nine eleven. I'm sorry, what? his father <laughs> died on 9-11 and he blames yeah. the air marshals. So he's trying to make this whole terrorist plot and frame Liam Neeson. as Wait, an air didn't Marshall.
1: they implement the air marshals after 9-11? No, no air, air marshals. Well, they were on,
0: they were on few planes. They weren't, there's not as they many were like, they weren't passengers. on like every plane. Exactly. So
1: he's like, they weren't on this plane. So I need to make sure I do a 9-11. Basically. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous it's
0: ridiculous and it's stupid and it's such a bad reveal. Like the movie's kind of okay up until like the last act. And then it's just like, this is nonsense. And people saw it though. Can nice. I ask your
1: question, Chris, based on the movies you have seen, how many are the premise based on terrorism?
0: Oh, these plane movies.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Every last one
0: of them, bro, except for snake, snakes on snake's a plane. Yeah
1: oh it's about drugs it's oh, drug to sh- so that's the only plane movie that you saw that um just red have eye a-
0: red eye too like they're not oh, red, eye, the red eye right red eye, it's right, somebody right. blackmailing i mean i'm sure they are terrorists they're trying to but that, that's your somebody, favorite
1: one too red eye. it is yeah you So far, do. i mean I'm i'd say united 93
0: close. is pretty close that's a really good one. okay um but i like red eyes fun uh okay so i'm gonna move on from nonstop. i'm gonna move over to 7500 you guys even heard of this movie no
1: 7, never is that supposed to be like how many miles up or whatever
0: well i'm glad you asked steve um and i thought that too but the title is a reference to emergency transponder code for unlawful interference so the, the plot of this movie it's really fucking boring <laughs> dude like a lie. The plot of this movie is uh, <laughs> the terrorists of course. hijack a plane.
1: <laughs> all the movies, I fucking terrorists, man, terrorists hijack
0: a plane. But the kick, the kicker of this movie is there's a new law because of nine eleven on planes or not? It's like a new rule, not a law, that the cabin door has to remain shut and locked. The pilot always has to keep it shut and locked unless it's like there's a special code that's given from the flight attendants or whatever. So the whole movie takes place in the cockpit. Does not move one bit from the cockpit. Huh. And it's Jason Gordon-Levitt as your intrepid pilot who has to watch people get their throats cut in front of them. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's one of those. uh... (laughs) I don't. Yeah, all right. One of those. It's one of those. Um, It's very dark, and it's a thriller. Um, There's that. I mean, there's airplane. Did the the terrorists blame nine eleven too? There's not enough. Like this movie is so substantiveless. Like it's just sort of like a stylistic film where. Gotcha. Oh look, shoot a whole movie in a cockpit. You know, like Mm -hmm. look at that, and it doesn't always work. You know, like there's that all that procedural nonsense in the beginning where they're like going through the checklist, giving out their their altitude to the flight uh, controllers and, you know, and then the movie starts rolling and shit hits the fan. But like, yeah, it's very simplistic. And Jason Gore-Levitt's really good at it, though. I I think he he's quite good. And it's, it's sad. It's a sad movie, but I think it works like seventy-five percent of the time. Like I think it it, it functions well. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's got a seventy-two percent Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair rating. Uh, audience score sixty-one percent. Cost five million bucks to make. First-time director Patrick Roth. Yeah. Um, written by Sinead Houselbeck and hmm. Patrick Walrath. Yeah, I got it. Uh, year 2019, runtime 92 minutes. Probably could have been a little shorter. Could have been 10 minutes shorter. Would have been a, yeah. a better movie. Uh, originally had Paul Dano as the lead, but he oh man that, that guy probably said i'm way better than this movie yeah yeah <laughs> jason gordon levitt hasn't really done anything in a while at least since before 19 2019 yeah i think he kind of like not to make excuses for this guy that i don't know but i think he kind of turned more into a producer for a while yeah yeah you to know he's like, like hit record joe
1: thing right Hit record you yeah. out. Get that
0: website that that the one with like you can put on like any movie. It was sort of like a YouTube like website. It was during yeah. things during the pandemic. So maybe, maybe Wait, Who who the fuck knows? But hey, you know there's only so much room in people's hearts for for actors, guys. Yeah, you get bumped out every once in a while. You make one bad Louisiana
1: superhero movie with Jamie Fox, and you're out, baby. <sighs> you're out. <sighs> You need to get that bulletproof status like Samuel L. Jackson before you can do that.
0: Technically, Jason Gordon was bulletproof in that movie with Jamie Foxx, Steve, so I never Ooh. saw it. It was about pills that made you a superhero. Oh, that's Jamie, right. Jamie Foxx was a clown shrimp. That's the power he had. Clown shrimp? Yeah, so Steve, clown shrimps, um, in the in the water, they can punch at the speed of sound and create a cavitation bubble. And when that happens, the bubble creates so much pressure that it superheats the water around it mm. and causes an explosion.
1: Mm. Why? Why call it a clown trip? Because you should look at them. Are they silly looking? Yeah, a silly looking trip. <laughs> it's multicolored and shit. Like it looks ridiculous. They're like, This clown can punch your brains out. Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, but it looks ridiculous. The clown. Oh yeah,
0: it does look stupid. It wow, it's creepy looking. It's kind of looks like Sweet Tooth
1: <laughs> Ooh, from Twisted Mano! Twisted Mano, that really popular show that aired. Oh, you know Tukok. what? I got, I got one of these in uh, Animal Crossing.
0: Oh, you did? Really? You got a little clown trim?
1: Yeah, yeah you got
3: a little.
0: well, maybe you should
3: have. knew them.
0: some clown trims have like a fist, and some have pincers, and the pincers apparently they can they can do it like the speed of sound. You know, like, I just imagine that you're just going by whatever they said in that movie. Like, uh, Jimmy Fox said, some of them have fists and some of them have pincers. You know what? Uh, the is factually correct. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean it's not incorrect, yeah. It's a shitty movie, but it made sense. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna move on to my second favorite film. Uh, I'd say Red Eyes, my number one. This is probably my number two, if not my number one. They're both fine, Ooh. I think. Uh, and that's Blood Red Sky, guys.
3: Ooh.
0: This movie this is so unique and steve this breaks the terrorist well there's terrorists but it kind of breaks the terrorist (sighs) motif a bit in that at least adds a wrinkle to it it Adds a wrinkle to it and in that the terrorists that take over the plane have no idea that there is a vampire on the plane with it man does it make for good cinema (laughs)
3: love
0: that hey love that I'm going to tell you, there's a guy in this movie. He's a terrorist. Mm -hmm. And he's giving it his fucking all. He is pure fucking evil in this movie. And he makes such a great decision in this movie.
1: What's that?
0: He figures out, well, there's a vampire on board. And he looks pretty tough. Why don't I become a vampire too? (laughs) He does. And it makes the movie so much better. <laughs> guy he, is yeah, because he's writer. like the crazy guy on the crew, right? Because yeah. there's a leader who's yeah. like buttoned up, and he knows what he's like. Okay, you killed know. so many people. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, Pretty he's the nut job. Leader. And then that nut job's like, oh, there's a vampire on board. I know how to fix this. It's and then, great. You know, it's fucking great. And there's like all these cool little like logic puzzles in the movie, which, you know, yeah. the movies create those. And some do really well. This I think does really well. Um, they're all, they're all grounded, believable answers to the little problems that, that crop up. Um, yeah, and it just works. It works is a really solid horror movie and it's sad, but mm. also extremely entertaining and hyper violent. um, and it all takes place in a little claustrophobic tube flying through the sky, 15,000, I don't know, feet in the air. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's just, uh, this movie works in a lot of ways. It's a German production. Uh, it was released by Netflix. It has an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 57%. Uh, Runtime, 121 minutes. Probably could have been a tad shorter, but it just works. Um, $17.7 million budget came out in 2021. Written and directed by Peter Thorwarth. Um, had to halt shooting due to positive COVID tests. This oh. was
3: like, Oh,
1: positive
0: buzz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> too positive, positive vampire tests. Um, Netflix reports that the film was watched by 50 million subscribers over its first four weeks. So that's pretty good, man. But good. Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. It's uh nice. part of a strategy for Netflix at the time to release at least one film every week in twenty twenty one. You guys remember that when Netflix actually made shit that you wanted to watch? <laughs> you guys remember that? Hmm. Barely. Barely. Um yeah, I really, really clicked with this one. And I remember watching it in twenty twenty one and loving it then. Like you know it still works, still holds up still scary I like the vampire designs I watched the dub version so the it's all in German it's a German production so I think the dub's fine the kid eh, it's not too great dub dub on him's not too great but everybody else is fine um, yeah recommend enough free on Netflix go watch it blood red sky and uh, that's it guys. Fly this bad boy right into a oh. building. It's over. <laughs> oh my
3: god! <laughs> what?
0: Wait, wait. Can you give me and yeah. and Chris, if if you as fast as you'd like? Okay. Can you give me the best plane-related scene in each of these movies? Uh, blood red sky. The, yeah, we'll go there. Blood red sky. The the terrorist injecting. <clears throat> the vampiric blood into his veins and then transforming in the car that's on the, on the plane. And that whole sequence is fucking awesome. I really liked it. 7,500. Um, the best scene in 7,500. There is a particular character that the pilot is invested in and she gets it. And it's that whole sequence is harrowing as fuck. Um, I'm not going to explain too much into detail if you want to watch it, but that's like the best, best scene in the movie, hands down. Um, non-stop. The scene that made me laugh the hardest was there is a scene. There was a fight scene in an airplane bathroom.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's so many cuts. Like, in this tiny little room. And they're all... It just looks like they're just grabbing each other's elbows the whole time. Like, they're just... I mean, you if you've like, ever gone into a real bathroom uh, in an airplane, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. It just sounds like clothing rustling and them going... Ooh, ah, ah, and they're, like, right there in each other's space. And it, I don't even know how they're getting the the punches off, you know? There's no room, but I laugh. latte. You know, it's a lot of, like, I grab your gun, and then you grab my arm, and then I grab your head, and then I grab your, your arm, and then I grab your neck. And that's it. It's over. Uh, snakes on a plane. Titty's getting bit. Titty's getting bit. Titty's getting bit. Titty's getting bit. United 93. Titty's getting bit. Oh, no, wait, hold on. What? Wait, no. What?
1: That's not... What? That doesn't happen. No, Chris. What?
0: What are you Ridiculous. talking about? Ridiculous. Uh, Play 93? <laughs> Alright. United 93, best scene is... The dick in bit. I don't know. <laughs> the dick in bit. Um, Bites a terrorist dick off. The best scene is when they fight back. Because you know? like, it's yeah. like the whole movie, you're like, I, I want to get up in my seat and jump into this movie and punch er- everyone. And hit them. And, uh, and bite them. You know, like you're getting you're getting pumped, waiting for that that fight. Um, red Eye, best scene in Red Eye. Um, <laughs> so there's, I, just, I have one that I can guess. There's, uh, yeah, Cillian Murphy slamming Rachel McAdams' head up against the wall and knocking her out cold. Because I just didn't see that coming. Like, Fucking it's really sick, very violent and quick and in the middle of, like, a conversation. Very cool. That's really effective. What were you thinking, Devin? Uh, it doesn't he, like, headbutter in the movie? Well, he, he grabs her head and he just slams mm. her head up against the yeah. wall and then, like, puts, like, a little blanket on her, like, in commando. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that that's probably, that's like, oh, well, this is for real because you just beat the shit but out actually, of that woman. I, I think he might have headbutted her. I think okay. I think it might be a headbutt. Either way, yeah, it's, she, it's she. She opened her mouth one too many times. Sounds like <laughs> Well, that's very true. That's the plot of the <laughs> movie. It's very, very much a chauvinistic character too, which mm. really works. Um, Con air best scene. Con air.
3: Ah, uh, the whole thing.
0: Chris, how is this taking you I'm trying time? to think. There's a lot of good scenes. I'm trying to think of one, okay, one that I really okay. like. I thought
1: you were just digging for a good oh, scene. I, I like, bet the scene, was... it's the scene where he gets off the plane and he lets the, the air Stop in. it, Steve. That's it, is it enough. the scene where Dave Chappelle pulls
0: up the the stuff so he can light that guy on fire? <laughs> it's vomiting up the fucking yeah. may bomb. Yeah, or um, the scene where Nicholas Cage no-sells that bullet I fucking love the whole end sequence in Vegas. I really do. Like yeah. it works in a lot of ways and it's like a real crash. Like they're crashing a model of the plane and they're like ripping a part of the wing off and stuff. Like it's all, it all looks real and it's like super, it's super climactic and there's this huge fucking fire behind Nicolas Cage with money raining down like at the very end. It's very cinematic mm. and it works really well and it's a good ending. Um, Air Force One, get off my plane, guys!
1: That's that part. Yeah, of course. We all love that part.
0: My plane breaks his neck with a with a cargo strap, like you would. Bad ass. Executive decision. Ah, when Steve Zagal gets sucked out of that plane. How come? Um, Thank so, you very, very much. So, was there was there a conscious decision not to watch the airplane movies? I think I watched them already.
3: Okay,
0: like you seen them? He'd done it. See, I already done did did it. I think I did. I'm pretty sure I so did. Some, if some guy said, "Well, hey, what the fuck?" He didn't say airplane. Chris already done did that. I
1: already did it.
0: Go back yeah, in the role. Go back in your hole, you fuck. I yeah, watched your to the other movie. ones.
1: Go back. When home. are you gonna do hole based movies like holes? <laughs> That's what they're asking yeah based films yeah where movies where's your where's
0: your movies based in one location like phone booth oh and and that movie where he's in a he's in a coffin that'll give me Ooh, a chance to watch coffin 12, kid 12 angry Men. kid i love yeah, that there movie. You go. it's all in one place room isn't room all in one place i have not I have yet to see that movie. Uh, I think it's about escaping the one place. Okay. You're
2: talking okay. about the Brie Larson movie. Yeah. Uh, most of it takes place in the one in the house, but a lot yeah. of the movies is, is after they okay. uh, they get out. I yeah. see. I see. I see. It's yeah, a good movie. No, I you know I I want to see
0: it. I just never got around to it. I, I there are a it's lot of solid it. one room movies that I could pick from. The Whale. watch is the that theater. one room. Yep. All really? one room. You can't believe it was
2: basically like three different rooms.
0: Yeah. There's it's the like carriage in the beginning. There's the the haberdashery. And that's about it. There's really no other room. That, that's that's all. That's a haberdashery, guys. That's, a whole that's
1: another a series. Haberdash. <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know what I'm doing next. I really don't. I don't know if Ooh. I want to do whole
1: movies. No, don't do whole don't do whole movies. Though. Do
0: something. You know, I feel like this one was like you know you did one for us. Now you, you did do a fun theme. You. you did a fun theme. <laughs> yeah, right you know, thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so we'll, you br- get we'll bring the up.
1: nightmare back to you, Chris. Where.
0: <laughs> In March, like, watch all the Tomb Raider movies or Mar- something. It's March oh, wow. Madness <laughs> where
1: we're gonna we're gonna present to you a list Ooh, of movies. And movies? To, we're gonna do a draft of bad oh, movies, Steve, and then you I'm watch interested. them, and you have to tell us which was the worst movie of the bad movies we drafted. <laughs>
0: so wait, wait—is it like does Chris know? Who, and we're gonna call like Chris it, doesn't gonna know. It,
1: instead of March Madness, March Badness.
0: Mm. Wait, is the idea that Chris doesn't know? Like, I don't want movies you picked and what movies I, I don't want to know then- until you there's, guys there's,
1: figure out the list. It's just a list of movies we're gonna give you, Chris. I don't want to know anything. They're gonna they're gonna be movies that we draft up. Okay. So, oh, dude. How, many movie, how many movies How many movies? We'll talk about this later. But yeah, yeah. I, I All right, just to give you a idea. while for that.
0: Like seven, I think is a, is the sweet spot. Okay. Okay. I could do seven pretty easily. Nine. I these movies were so like watch they're like
1: 90 minutes a piece like i could watch
0: yeah. we'll figure too. out because like yeah that either means you know we should get what three movies or two or so no, it'll two be like movies. a first
1: a second round and then we'll have like a movie we all agree on that yeah, might be what, like our star pick
0: each of you pick two yourselves and then one that you all agree is the worst okay does that work that works yeah, we'll have to figure out the theme too. I don't know if we or, or is it just we just pick a terrible movie? I yes.
1: think it's just we're trying to choose the worst movie. Yeah, the more
0: oh, you, the man. more and the more you tell me about it, the worse it is. Just don't tell me. The out. stipulation okay. is
1: it can't be something he's already seen too. Oh, oh yeah, that's man. tough. I've
0: seen a lot of crap. I've seen a lot of crap, guys. I saw all the puppet master movies. <laughs> Shut. <laughs> man there goes half of my block oh, just all the full moon oh my god I just gotta throw half my draft away <laughs> well I think that is another episode of Galanian Chill in the can mm. see you later plane movies I gotta move on to a different <laughs> mode of transportation <laughs> yeah. rickshaw oh. films ooh that's see not you. the worst option. see you later
3: folks bye bye